And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Welcome to Flashback Fridays. I am your host, David K. Montoya. All right, kids, we are back for another week of fun-filled, free audio entertainment right here on Flashback Fridays. Uh, I hope you all had a great week. Uh, We've got a lot of good stuff in store for you. Uh, First of all, let me apologize for my voice. As you could probably tell, I'm a little under the weather, but I am here to deliver you at least three three hours of audio entertainment. And if you're brand new, let me welcome you to Flashback Fridays, give you a little heads up on what we do. Uh, We come in every Friday, and because we have such a vast variety of of archives, we have literally, we're nearing 800 individual episodes that are compiled in our JZO Modcast podcast archives. And what we do is we pull three episodes. Sometimes they're random, sometimes they're pre-picked, sometimes there's a theme to them. But we'll pull three episodes, we'll read what it says, we'll talk about when it was originally launched, we'll push play, we listen to the entire episode, completely ad-free, by the way, and then we come back, we talk a little bit about what we listen to, and then we do this three times. Then after three times then hopefully I send you content and happy on your merry way home. Enthused just enough to come back and listen next Friday and to find out what we have. Now this week is special because as of today, a whole bunch of new shows have dropped. And I figured that since we run the same shows, we're going to add some new shows to the mix. So I have pulled three shows that I know for a fact have not been in the mix of the Flashback Friday, and we're going to enjoy those, because they were all recorded last year in 2018. And then typically what happens is is, uh, a month after, because before when we were running, we would take the month of February off, and then we'd come back with March with brand new shows. In, in the mixture of, of Flashback Friday. But since this year, we're not taking February off. Everything's perfect. Nothing needs to be done. Uh, we are going to continue on, and we're going to play those shows now. So let's go ahead and jump in and see what we have for our first brand new show. And it is The World of Mythbits number 7. Catfish, Catfishing a Catfish, originally released October 1st, 2018. Mike and Steph are back this week with more delightful shenanigans as we learn about our host's encounter with as she catfishes a catfish online. Afterwards, hear about special meetings that took place between our managing editor and an actor-podcaster legend, Ralph Garman. 
Also, find out what is the beer store and why Americans can't get out, can't get in on this adult beverage goodness and much, much more. All right, kids, go ahead and sit back, push play, and enjoy the world of Mythbits. Number seven, catfishing a catfish. Welcome to the World of Mythbits podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Barty, and the asshole sitting in front of me, <laughs> it's my co-host. He was trying to make me screw up the opening. Oh, that <laughs> hurts. Just, you, you wound, madam, right? You cut me right I'm to sorry. the quick. I'm sorry. Do you see? I'm sorry. No, I, I don't. I, I don't. I'm not feeling the sincerity. There's the lack of tears is... Uh, <laughs> Hold on. I have a cup of water. There. I'm, there we go. Tears. <laughs> still not Still not buying it. Not buying it. All right. It. I'm sorry. All right. Fine, then. It's been a day. Oh, it's been a day. It's been a day. <laughs> Distracted driving and all. Well, you said the, uh, the RCMP should be busting your door down any second now. Now they, yeah, probably. I don't think it's going to be for distracted driving, though. It's going to be for what I have in my search content. Whoa, you might want to check the statute of limitations. <laughs> so <laughs> easy with the information you're uh, you're slinging out there. So yeah. let's get the the official stuff out of the way before we forget okay. again. Okay, I I called it the dog and pony show. You want to call it the official stuff? Well, we have to plug the World of Myth magazine no. at <sighs> www. <laughs> what? That's official. Okay. Go for it. We keep forgetting. Yeah, no, we do. We ahead. keep forgetting. You that. interrupted me. You do no, it now. No, you're, you're. I don't. I don't want to. You no. don't. This is going to be an awfully short fucking podcast. <laughs> which <Yeah. laughs> probably is for the better. So, uh, yeah, the World of Myth, the World of Myth dot com. Uh, what else is there? The Jason hub for the, uh, for the podcast well, and everything it's, else. Yeah. It's Jason com. I uh, Dave rattles it off. Like it's, well, you know, he's only been doing it for a decade. Birthday. Or so, so. I know. <laughs> and you can find me at Lupa B on Twitter. I'm just Stephanie Barty on Facebook. I'm just, I'm just pulling up no my, my Twitter right now. See if there's anything. I have no there. idea what my Instagram is. Uh, I don't, I don't oh. have an Instagram for this one, but uh, on Twitter, I am at T W O M B P. Simple enough. Yep. So two M B P. Two M B P. There you go. Mm -hmm. So you can shoot me a a message, DM me, add me. I don't know. Hate mail, whatever. Tell him I'm not as cruel to him as he, he thinks I am. They know better. They've listened. Don't make don't make me break out the book. The book. And like you said, I, this is why I have it. This is why we can't right. have nice things. Right here, see. Animal. Just the spines touch. The edges of the spines touch. <laughs> I'm not lucky. I know. <laughs> la, 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 
La 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 la. I was called. La, I was la, told la. I was being masochistic to you earlier today. <laughs> Lolly. <laughs> yes. Lolly to the rescue. Of course, uh, but she had my back. <laughs> Damn it! Lolly's a turncoat. Yep. Right. I did have to. I did have to have a good laugh at our our little American friend today too. Which little one, Randy? Dave. Oh no, Dave. When I said I was following the beer store truck, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he went to where? From where? Uh, yeah, so see, we, I guess I, I have to. Ex- we have to explain that because we do have some American listeners. I'm sure there's one at or least two. two of them. At least yeah. two. Dave listens. <laughs> he really doesn't have a choice. And I think Randy listens. But uh, uh, yeah, I think you might be right there. So we have two, at least. At least. DC probably listened once. Oh, well, I think she listens. And okay. Lolly, well, Lolly's Canadian, so she listens. Yeah, three. Because, you know. <laughs> her and I are in the same town. I'll hunt her down. Yeah. Um, see, I know in the States you can go to, like, the gas station and buy a tall boy. You can go to the gas station and buy a 30-pack of beer. Because yes, you can't, which boggles my mind because you're at the gas station in your car getting gas to drive, but you can go in and buy liquor, yeah. but you shouldn't drink and drive. Don't drink and drive. That's all you got to do. But that's just, I know, but it just, why would you put it in a place that, I don't know. It's called, anyway, a, it's, we have, uh, okay. It's called a convenience store for a reason. Yeah, it's convenient. It's convenient. It's, it's just starting to filter into our grocery stores now. Like it's still freaks me out when I walk into the superstore, like into the real Canadian superstore, because yeah. that's what it's called. Yeah. And, you know, the center aisle is all beer and wine. We, like the the one store that we have in town that is now carrying beer, it's a Sobeys. They had uh, one of the wine rack stores, like yeah. at the front of the store. Yeah. And they just open up an entire row of a uh, cooler space for the beer. Yep. And I actually I haven't bought beer from the grocery store. It's weird. It's it's just wrong. You well, can't go in and buy your melons and your apples and your meat and your bread and a six pack. It's just, no, you go to a separate building to do that. It's just it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. You're going to have to get used to it, especially with legalization coming in. Oh, it's it's uh, up here. We've got it in the food land and in the superstore. It's not in the Walmart, I don't think. That no, I don't surprises think in, me I don't that think Walmart, Walmart hasn't jumped on on that. It's not in Walmart yet. Um, but we also have two beers. There are 17,000 people in this town, okay? Yeah. 17,000. It's a small town. And people need their beer. Two beer stores. Yeah. Two. Okay. And yes, people, okay, it but, is actually called the beer store. Okay, beer store has the monopoly for forever. Forever, right? And we have a liquor store. Okay, now okay, now that they actually are starting to sell beer, they it took forever to get beer in the liquor store, right? Yes, true. Because the beer store is a and separate... And they still only have select beers yeah, in the beer store. Yeah, because or the, in, the, in the liquor store. The beer store had a monopoly, and they, there was a separate corporation. Like, the beer store has got nothing to do with the Liquor Control Board of Ontario. No. So, they they cornered the market, and they were 
basically it was payola by a lot of the big giant breweries. So they once once the uh, the Ontario government said, "Hey, we're going to put beer in grocery stores." The beer store freaked the fuck out. But yeah. What are you looking for? I was looking for my other charger cord because I don't want this phone to die before I can tell my story. Oh, okay. We'll tell your story then. Well, no, I've got 35%. Tell your story before it dies. <sighs> okay. I have a really good catfish. I have a really good catfish story. All right. And I already shared it with you and Dave as it was transpiring. Yes. That... But I want to share it with our audience. That was a fantastic I... day. There, was, there gained, was so much going on that day. It was, it was like the messages were coming fast and furious, and it was fantastic. And I was, I'm, I'm sitting at work, and my phone is exploding with messages coming from Stephanie. This is what's going on. This is what's going on. This is what's going on. Oh, I was just like screenshotting yeah. the conversation and posting. Dave even actually stopped watching The Family Guy because this was more entertaining. Absolutely. Okay, so tell us your catfish I've, story. I've gained a few followers on Twitter. Okay. Not all of them on the up and up. No. You yeah. mean, you mean you know, there, you would... there's shady shit that happens on the internet? I know, right? Ah, bullshit. And you would think. Now, Somebody one should of, monitor that. One of my followers followed me for a while, didn't, didn't say a whole lot, and he went by the name Edward Albert Andrew. Edward Albert Andrew. Yes. Those are all first names, so he's a terrible human being already. So then I get a message, and it's very benign, very nice. It says, hello, my friend. Okay, hello. Very presumptuous. You know, I'm, I'll, I'll play. Okay. Now, I have to throw this out there. I don't trust anybody. I am suspicious from the get-go. DTA. So you prove me. Don't trust so you nobody. you prove me wrong. Yeah. Pretty much. So he says, how are you doing? My name is Prince Andrew, the Duke of York. Fuck, that's fucking special. <laughs> I almost peed my pants laughing. Being a Canadian and having an English grandmother, hey, it's, we follow the royal family like we're, we're related. He's, okay? a, he's a prince. You so, have to listen to what he says. He's royal. I, re I replied. In the snarkiest of snarks that I could. Hello, your I, highness. <laughs> no, How no, no, may this lowly peasant... I said... I said I, oh, crap. You, Just bounced down to the bottom of the conversation. Oh, my goodness. Scrolling. It was quite the conversation. I won't read the entire conversation. But... I will give you the gist. But I put, you know, I'm good. And excuse me if I don't actually believe you are Prince An Andrew. But it's all good. So he how, comes back with this can you big long doubt royalty. He comes back with this big long thing. Isn't he says, "My name is Prince Andrew, Duke of York." Blah 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 blah. And if you go to Wikipedia, he basically cut and pasted the entire first paragraph, <laughs> word for word, from Wikipedia. Okay, hold on a sec. Don't you think Prince Andrew would know exactly word for word what his Wikipedia page is? Because you know he lived. He there. wouldn't put in. He wouldn't put in all the the KG, uh, GCVO, CD, ADCP bracket P, and then Andrew Albert Christian Edward, born nineteen February nineteen sixty. Yeah, you don't know that. 
You don't know that. Okay, I don't, but being suspicious. So then he asks oh, okay. me if I have... Do you know there's another word for suspicious? Cynical. Okay, cynical. Jaded. Jaded. Very, very jaded. Part of the Commonwealth. It's like if you will. I'm a lowly peasant. Lowly Why would he peasant. be talking to me? Exactly. I mean, you so, should be honored that royalty has deemed you worthy yeah. of the time that he is spending yeah. with you. Have you seen him? <laughs> anyway. He's a prince. So Doesn't matter. He's fucking he, loaded. He continues, he continues to ask me if I have this. Okay, this is going to make me sound really old. This thing called Hangouts. Google Hangouts. I don't know what it is. Google but Hangouts. apparently a lot of the scammers like to use Hangouts. Okay. It's like this chat thing. Sure. And he wanted to know if we had it, if I had it on my cell phone so that we could communicate privately over there. Oh, Snapchat. So then he, he gives me the this British at Royal Court dash UK dot ML. And then the Duke of York, Prince Andrew at Gmail dot com. Well, you know, Buckingham Palace is way too long to buckinghampalace.com yeah. takes too long to type gmail is a lot quicker so then he's like can you send me your email or add me on Hangouts so we can have our privacy over there fuck yes all right yes so so is that when he started I to send you dick pics on snapchat no 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 i replied i don't generally give out my private information if you are who you say you are and not just someone good at quoting info readily found on wikipedia why don't you have a blue check by your name, like the rest of the sanctioned royal family accounts? I'm Canadian after all, so I follow the royal family quite closely. So he gets a little indignant at this point. Well, yeah, because the fucking uppity president is fucking calling out and a prince. His proper English starts to slip. Well, I, so yeah, I because get, he's fucking mad. That a fucking, oh, yeah, I get back. I the, have this surf, humble. This surf is a fucking... <laughs> yes. This peasant girl. This lowly fucking milkmaid so, of a peasant girl. He says, I have humble, not humbled, humble myself before you, and you still don't believe me. This account is not an official account. I reach out to the next privileges. That is his phrasing for commoners. Next privileges. Thank red flag. Thank you. Red flag. Thank you, my lord. Thank you, my lord. You should have been <laughs> bowing and scraping at this point in time. I reach out to the next privileges through this particular account for your information. I only need someone with a charity heart. Sure. Someone that can handle a charity project. Charity project work for this royal family out there. If charity project work is entrusted under your care, can you be trusted? Nope. I know so. you. You're pretty fucking shifty to begin with. So <laughs> I reply, and there it is. For a member of the English Commonwealth, your written skills leave a lot to be desired. And it's called the common peasants, not the next privileges. Bad translation, I guess. I'm sorry, I'm not interested in unofficial charitable works by unofficial royal accounts. Thank you and good day. So I get back. I was only given you a proposal. I mean, no harm. Good day, madam. Pip, pip, cheerio. So I, said, I thought, okay, you know what? I've got him dangling on the string. Let's play with him for a little bit. Yep. So then I, I, I come back with, you haven't given me anything. You've asked me to chat privately. There has been no mention of anything charitable until I angered you. 
And he says, it's well, but know that I have never been doubted or treated like this by anyone. Well, okay, he hasn't so I, because he's I a should prince. Be, I should be a breath of fresh air for him. No, you're an annoyance. You, you need to be fucking squashed like the commoner that you are. And I said, the correct term is... How? The, who, okay. fine. <laughs> who are you... Not, it's well. <laughs> it's who fine. are you to be fucking correcting royalty? I'm a fucking writer, okay? It doesn't matter. He probably knew fucking William Shakespeare. That dude was a fucking writer. So... Oh, yes. So anyway, I say, the correct term is, it's fine. And I'm sure you have, impersonating a member of the royal family, has to raise a few eyebrows. So tell me about this so-called charity. So, this is where it starts to get a little hinky. No. He says, I want, I want to be close to you, which is why I want to meet you in person, as well as talk with you. <laughs> so now, the Duke of York wants to meet me. <laughs> you, should be, you should feel so honored at this point in time <laughs> that the duke of york is going to fly over on his on a royal air carrier oh wait wait no no he's not no he's not no no he's not Why no, not? no hold on oh, okay well i said you don't even i said you don't even know me and unless you plan on coming from england the meeting you is not an option my husband me. wouldn't like it unless he can come too oh the wobbly h so he says that means okay now this is where he starts explaining how I can meet him. He says, that means you have to apply for the membership card. Oh. Apparently, there's a membership card to become a citizen of England. You become a member. Well, when you have the membership card, it has you, automatically, you automatically become a member of this great kingdom. And you will become an ambassador of Buckingham Palace. New job. It, it's so, be, it's better than driving that little yellow banana fucking car slinging <laughs> fucking baskets. <laughs> I like that job. No, come on. Oh, oh what are you gonna, nice. you're gonna you're gonna moonlight as a fucking ambassador to Canada to Buckingham Palace and keep your sure, fucking regular day job. Incognito. How incognito? What are you fucking James? Jane Bond now? If I'm working for Buckingham Palace, yes, I will be Jane Bond with all the fancy shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, by this point in time, I'm, he, he's a scammer. There's, there's no way around it. What? So, I said, oh, Again, that won't with work the cynicism. Me. Hold on. I no, said, no. Fly. People blow up on planes. That, and I can't leave my country. How much will a membership cost? Are you rich? Will you pay for it? I'm just a poor girl. I could be an ambassador, <laughs> but you would need to send me money first so I could pay all my debts. I'm so poor and owe a lot of money. I really want to meet you. Can you send me money? So then he gives me the contact information for his attorney. Willie Fleeceman and how? Richard Jenkins. Dick Not Jenkins. 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 Dick Jenkins. Jenkins. He's fucking famous. Yeah. Yep, Dick Jenkins. <laughs> he was on... And, again, this is an attorney with a Gmail account. All right. And a Chicago phone number. Offices. He says, Office there is like so much to gain as an ambassador to Buckingham Palace. Projects will be given to you to handle, and 30% of the money given to you for every project is your benefit, while 70% is used for the project. That's a good deal. The royal, and then he says, this royal family has set aside some huge amount of money for these projects. I want you to promise me you will handle this project in good faith. 
I'm not supposed to have this conversation with you, my dear. You should be directed by the royal attorney. Take care of yourself. Bye for now. Ta-ta. So I said, is he in England? That's long distance. I will need some money up front as a show of good faith and to prove who you are. A few thousand should do. So he sends back, send him a, a mail. Send him a mail. M-A-L-E. A Phil. mail. He wants Phil. <laughs> Regarding this issue and get back to me as soon as you contact him, okay? Okay. And I said, why can't you, why can you not talk to me anymore? Why is your lawyer in Chicago? And Chicago's then he gives me very again, central. Again, it gives me his official email as well as his Hangout account so that I can communicate with him privately after he just said he's not supposed to talk to me. And then he says his attorney, his attorney is holding so many responsibility right now, but he will attend to you urgently. <laughs> I have a foundation over there, so please try and corporate. Please try and corporate. He wants you to form an LLC. He wants you to form an LLC. Him. Yes. You. Oh, and then he goes, what about your, your family and your husband? So I come back with, what about them? And well, he says, how are they, how are they doing? I said, tell me about your family. You're the prince. The chit-chat phase. He says, he says okay. <laughs> and then again, I get, I am Duke of York. I was, is born, 19 February, 1960. What? That's what I said. All right. Yeah. I said, tell me things I can't find online myself. He says, you are free to ask me about anything you feel like asking. Remember, I will not go against the royal rules. Take care of myself, your dear, my dear. And I said, you've already broken the rules about having an unsanctioned Twitter account and having a private conversation with a commoner. Why stop now? It must be freeing. You want private conversations elsewhere, and I haven't heard from them since. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. As soon as he couldn't get money out of me and I wanted money, he went away. Aw. I guess he really wasn't the, the the Duke of York. I I could have been the I could have been the next Fergie. You could have been the Duchess of York. I could have been the next Duchess of York. I'd make a good Duchess. No. I, I Oh yeah. I'm dying to hear the qualifications that you bring to the Duchess of York position. <laughs> I'm a commoner. No I shit. Commoner. No shit. They'll like me. I will sit down in the pub with them and drink a pint. Because it'll be far better than what I'm going to get at the castle. <laughs> I don't drink champagne, thank you. Well, okay. You would probably... Although I do hear the Queen's got a pretty good stash of wine. Yeah, well, gee, you think? But yeah, my poor prince. He went away. <laughs> <laughs> be a note to you out there anybody who's going to try and scam me i catfished a catfisher <laughs> and he went away oh that's awesome <laughs> i don't know i was rather i don't know if i have anything to follow that up with i've done that to a few that's the first one that i actually kept to share yeah i've had a few try and scam me and i get friend requests on facebook on my public author account all the freaking time the the last one really made me laugh i normally they come through with like normal 
John Smith, Dave, whatever. Montoya. And it's it's a <laughs> and it's a fairly you know benign picture, yeah. which if you Google search the picture, it'll come up as somebody else. But anyway. Yeah. Well, you, you can see um, that you can see those scammers coming from a mile away. They're, oh, god, yeah. But it, I had for, one. The- for me, it it tends to be like a, a hot chick who's got two pictures, and she's yeah, and, just and no joined. Friends. Yeah, no friends. Exactly. And she just joined Facebook, and it's like ha- not today, ISIS. I don't think so. Nope. So nope. I had um, it was two days ago. I got a friend request from, you know as Caucasian as you could get in military fatigues oh. named Felicia Alexandria. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently they didn't look into the translation of that name very well. Nah, why would they? Don't because Felicia Alexandria is a very female name. Well, I mean, yes, I'm not. Okay, I'm okay. Not, you know, why, why are you? Why are you judging? Why? But he that, had absolutely kind of no picture, no pictures, no, no pictures. No but pictures, that one, no, no, no friends. friends, no friends, no friends at all. Yeah. None. Right Nothing. There. That that is a huge, huge red flag. And I mean, even the ones that you know, if we have one or two friends in common, and then all of the rest are like names I can't pronounce. Nah. Um. I will get a hold of the friend we have in common and go, who is this person and how do you know them and why are they wanting to be my friend? Yeah. Yeah. And I actually did this to my friend, Brendan, um, cause Mine. I got a friend request. Yes. I got a friend request and we had Brendan in common as, as a friend. So yeah. immediately, Brendan, who the hell is this person? Why does he want to be my friend all of a sudden? And how do you know him? And he sends back, um, I don't recognize that name. I don't think I know that person. So I sent him the link to the person's Facebook page. And he went and checked it out. And he says, yeah, I don't know this person. And I've just unfriended them. Yeah. Thank you for bringing it to my attention. Yeah. But he's an author as well. And his Facebook account is his author account. So it, it's very hard. Like You get friend requests from people, especially when it's a public account. And you kind of go, okay, you got to check the person out to see if they're real for one. And, you know, they could be, because it's a public account, they could have come across your account, like what you've written and want to, you know, follow you or whatever. Okay, click follow. Don't send me a friend request. Well, maybe they want to be in contact. Yeah, there's that that too. I mean, I have added... If if, if somebody wants to be... Is clicking that friend, that friend request button, maybe they like you and they want to get to know the face behind... But have friends. Okay, yeah, okay. If if it's a person with no friends, that is a scam page. But If this person has... Like, I've had friend requests from people that I don't know, that we don't have any friends in common. But they have like 130 friends. They've been on Facebook for like 10 years, and you know they um, post stuff. It's a legitimate. And they've account. got like 5,000 freaking pictures and selfies and stuff. It's a legitimate account. So I'm like, well, okay. Yeah. And then as soon as I start getting the creepy direct messages, the Facebook go. messages, it's yep. like, yeah, you're gone. See yeah. ya. <laughs> I had that on uh, my Instagram account. Somebody had added. I get 
I get a bunch of those. I get a bunch of people following me on Instagram, and I'm like, how do you know me? And I look at it, and there's like one or two pictures. And it's, yeah. and it's like inevitably a hot chick, and they're going, ha this, this guy will take the bait. And it's like, ha no. I've been around the yeah. block once or twice. I know yeah. what you're trying to do. Not going to happen. What? Hello, kitty, kitty. <laughs> no, I got one creeping around so, the bottom of I my desk, too. That's so. who I'm talking to. Yeah. That's who I'm talking to. I'm talking to your cat. Yeah. Get out of here. Because I can hear it. I can hear it. Mine are all sleeping. <laughs> and the dog. It's scary. They're all, they're all sleeping. Do you have a gas leak in your house right now? If I do, I'm not fixing it because they're all asleep. <laughs> this is really bizarre. They're not. Go, all right. Go poke cool. one of them. No. <laughs> no. 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 All right. Okay. I did do. Although some... I should because they get all freaking crazy at four o'clock in the morning. Well, yeah. They're all full of energy from napping up until then. Uh-huh. I did have one thing that I probably should talk about is what I did on the weekend. I went to yes. the, I, I, I'm going to leave a little break here. I'm going to insert the bumper. <laughs> and then I'm going to do the story. Hey there, this is Ralph Garman, and you are listening to the World of Mythbits with Mike and Stephanie. You made an excellent choice. There you go. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. He said break, and we both froze. Well, like, yeah, because like you don't even move on video. <laughs> no, uh, my my good buddy Jason Bayshard. He's uh, the movie reviewer for the the World of Myth magazine, and he's also a podcaster for the uh, Movie Madhouse podcast. We love you, Jason. And we decided to go to. Well, okay, we didn't decide to. This was happened earlier. <laughs> Jason got in the a, middle of a podcast. Well, in the middle of a podcast, but <laughs> Jason, Jason got a hold of me and he goes, "Dude, do you know who's coming to Forest City Comic Con?" I go, "Dude, no. Why would I want to go to a con?" He goes, "Ralph Garman is going to London." I went, "I'm going to a con." So, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to con life. Uh, I try to get away from cons, and the, they get expensive, but. Ralph Garman, the the leader of the Garmy, the the head of the Ralph Report, Hollywood Babylon with Kevin Smith, movies, TV. This guy's done it all. He's been a like a, he's a Hollywood mainstay for over twenty years, almost thirty years now, and he. I call him podcast royalty to me because at at first. When we first started doing this, I called him. I'm nodding. Yeah. Uh, he was, I'm nodding. I, 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 I called him uh, my podcast spirit animal, which, which to me it is because he's been on the radio forever. He did the, started the podcast Hollywood Babylon and one of your cats just woke up. Um, other shoulder. There you go. Okay. All three of them are awake now. <laughs> But, uh, no, we ha- we had a chance to go, and our, a friend of ours hand makes uh, whiskey jacks. Our friend Jeff, our me and Jason's buddy Jeff, he... Uh, they're on Twitter. They're on Twitter, the whiskey jack. And um, we got a hold of him. Jason did. He goes, I need you to make a custom 
Whiskey Jack for us because we're going to bring Ralph Garman a personalized Whiskey Jack. And Jeff goes, that's fine. It's only going to cost you two bottles of Jack Daniels. And we went, that's cheap at any rate. So we we smuggled a bottle of Jack Daniels into the con. <laughs> Lawbreaker. Well, we had a mule. So... <laughs> <laughs> So we our our mule brought the bottle in and gave it to Ralph while we were waiting outside on in line. And while we're waiting in line, my phone rings and I look at the phone and it says um, no no caller ID. I went, Nope, not gonna happen. So I put it back put my phone back in my pocket. <coughs> Thirty seconds later I get a text message. It's from uh, Rob Bellamy from the movie Madhouse. The text message was, answer your phone. <laughs> so I, I, I went, okay. And my phone rings and it says no caller ID. So I, I answer it. I go, hello. He goes, it's me, dummy. And <laughs> I go, okay, where are you? He goes, look to your left. And I like, and I stop, and I and I kind of look. He goes, "Your other left." So I, I, <laughs> I start spinning slowly to to my left. He goes, "Look up," and I and I, I'm looking up, and there's a a dude behind me can hear what's going on, and he taps me on the shoulder. He goes, "I think that's the guy right there," like in the top, like the it's almost like the third floor, in the yeah. one in the one corner. It, he, like he's behind like glass that's tinted i can see kind of a hand waving so i wave back <laughs> he goes ralph's got your gift he's waiting for you two to show up i went what, what? so <laughs> ralph has been tipped off that we are coming with another gift so we go and we talk to ralph and it's like i somebody when we we got uh early access tickets so we're up there. There's somebody already talking to Ralph, and I'm sitting there, and I'm, I'm starstruck. I am absolutely starstruck. And not often you meet your spirit animal in person. No, you don't. And <laughs> it said, I, I turn, I look at Jason, and I go, "Holy crap! I'm nervous." He goes, <laughs> "Yeah, me too." And we're like, "Oh, here we go. We're next." Then we walk up, and we introduce ourselves and we tell him Rob dropped off the gift and we have another gift and we, we pull the whiskey jack out of the bag and he goes, holy crap, that's beautiful. And It was an awesome piece. Yeah. They said Scammerhorn outdid himself with this one. It was an amazing. Jason picked the uh, the perfect picture. I think it was uh, Join the Garmy. Uh, yeah. And had Ralph's information and stuff like that. Just gorgeous pull from like everybody did a great job getting that thing made up and we we, we talked to ralph we ended up uh, i ended up buying he ralph wrote uh batman 66 meets the green hornet a uh, six issue comic book and i ended up buying that and i ralph uh autographed it for me and now you need to get them framed i gotta read it first then i'm gonna put it out <laughs> No, there's no reading. There's no. no reading. No, well, it's a trade paperback, so it, it's a it's a thick book. Yeah. 
So. And you just happen to have it. Right here, as a matter of fact. Look at that! Look at that. So, I'll just kind of... There will be pictures on our Facebook page, The World of Myth. Oh, luck. To Mike. To Mike. Ralph Garman. Nice. Yeah. So, since you put to Mike over Batman and Ralph Garman over the Green Hornet, does that mean you're Batman? Fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I'm now Batman. I'm Batman. You're Batman. Batman. And he's the Green Hornet. Oh, I didn't think of it. That's that's freaking badass. And you got an awesome bumper for us. I did. They heard that, so that's mine. Is that yours? Okay, it sounded mine. like it was coming right from behind <laughs> me. Nope, that's my cat, right. and he's way in the kitchen. All right, we're on the air. Shut up. <laughs> you heard earlier. It doesn't work when I shush him. Oh, a squirt bottle. Anyway. Yeah, we had already like had a half an hour, 45-minute conversation before we actually podcasted. Well, that's because of gigantic technical issues. I Always make sure your updates are finished before you try to fire up your uh, podcasting device. It's just like, I, I never wanted to... If all else fails, restart! Oh, I wanted to discus my laptop across the room and... <laughs> It was just just a gigantic pain in the ass, but meeting highly enough, entertaining. No, yeah, it was entertaining. If you want to listen to me cuss for half an hour, um, meeting Ralph, uh, we ended up meeting talking to Ralph three separate occasions because we when we did the initial meet, we got a picture and a couple other things. No, we didn't get pictures. That's why we had to go back the second time. Because, like, we're like, oh, this is looking cool. We got the books and we got the autographs and we, and then he said, we shook his hand and he was like, oh, this is fucking awesome. We go walking off. So we start doing some laps and I went, holy shit. We didn't get our picture taken with Ralph. Jason goes, holy shit, you're right. So yeah, we, don't get a picture. It didn't happen. Yeah. So we, we worked our way back to Ralph and he was there and we're like, Ralph, you can we get a picture? He goes, absolutely. Like he was the nicest guy I have ever met. And he said, I, I've done some con work when I was working on the movie Madhouse, so like CKX and stuff like this. I had yeah. met some of the, some of the celebrities and stuff like this. Um, Rob and Jason have a horror story about meeting Ron Perlman at a con. So, the beast. Yeah. So he would like, we were kind of, Jason was kind of leery about going back a second time. Like, uh, maybe like we were yeah. going to the well too many times. But we walked up and said, Ralph, can we get a picture? Absolutely. And then that's when I, I took I took the dare and I got the bumper. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, this is awesome. And then the next time we went back, it was at the end of it, Jason didn't get a bumper the first two times that we went up for his podcast for the movie Madhouse. I go, dude, you have to go get bumpers or a bumper. Yeah. And Jay goes, do you think he will? Do you think he will? I went, gotta ask, gotta ask. Like if you don't, what's the worst he's going to say? No, exactly. He said, if you don't ask, he's already said no, but you gotta ask. So we go up there. 
And I had a question for him that I didn't get to ask during the Q&A. So I asked him that, and then Jason goes, I know we've we've gotten so much from you today. Could I possibly get a bumper for my podcast? Ralph goes, absolutely, not a problem. So Jason hand, hands him his phone. Ralph cuts the bumper. Then, like, I'm laughing because Ralph is, like, tearing up these guys. Like, like <laughs> he goes... This is like I think it was like you're listening. To, this is Ralph Gowerman, and you're listening to the Movie Madhouse, uh, Movie Madhouse podcast. What were you thinking? There's so <laughs> much more stuff on the internet. Why did you make this choice? <laughs> I had to walk away because I started to laugh, and I didn't want to get on the, the the recording. And then Jason's like, "Oh, that's great!" Like he loved it. It was loved it. Oh yeah. So he takes his phone back. And he's getting ready to go. And Ralph goes, give me your phone again. I can't do that to you. <laughs> so Ralph cuts another bumper for the movie Madhouse, guys. Nice. So, so they've got two. Yeah. So that was. And you uh, know they're going to use both. Oh, absolutely. They used the first one already <laughs> for their uh, their Monday podcast. Or they're, they're the one that I just went listened. up. I haven't listened to that one yet. Yeah, it's like I said, it's right up, right up on Front Street. So I, nice. as soon as it played, I went, "Oh, that's awesome!" But I think he did a uh, an Indiana Jones impersonation for the second one. <laughs> I love his impersonations. Yeah, you like, but I still want to email and get them to like get him to like say something to Dave or something. All you got to do just. Email him and to try and uh, try and get it in because Jason had a request. Jason has sent, without a word of a lie, four emails to Ralph, begging for Ralph to do um, the three things that Conan says the, the the finer the finest things in life as Kermit the Frog. Oh my God! Ralph had did it once before. And we, Jason could not find the episode in which he, he had done that, yeah. that, that impersonation. So he's, he, he went up to Ralph and he goes, I don't, I, I'm, I'm fairly certain you're not going to remember, but on the next Babylon, could you do the Kermit, the frog Conan, the finer, the finest things in life? And Ralph goes, send me an email and I'll do my best to, uh, get it out for you. Oh, so we're going to have to listen to the next one and Absolutely. see. Absolutely. So, <laughs> I don't yeah. listen anyway. All, uh, all in all, it was a fantastic. We spent. want to find out how their lawsuit is going. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I asked Ralph. I asked Ralph that straight up. The very first thing out of my mouth was, so is, is that cease and desist real or is this a bit? He goes, it's real. And they're dealing with it right now. And I'm just like, that's crazy he goes yeah i know and this got him freaked right out kevin, absolutely kevin does kevin doesn't care no. <laughs> he's been sued so many times he's like yeah whatever wow <laughs> that that that's like like kevin said on babylon goes i got lawyers i got lawyers so yeah <laughs> kevin, I got lawyers. Ke- kevin can lawyer up and he's gonna he's gonna take care of ralph but ralph yeah. like i went up and like i said i go is this a bit because i know like kevin kevin's off shooting 
Supergirl or something. Supergirl. Supergirl. In Canada. Yeah. He was in so, Canada. I, I figured. We had both of them in Canada. <laughs> yeah. I figured they were. I figured they might be doing that to cover for a show. Like, or, or a show or two where they can't get together to record Babylon. So they do do something like this. They're like, ha gotcha. And I go, is there is there going to be like a big payoff or is this is this like legit? And Ralph goes, this is. <laughs> There's going to be a big There's payoff. A big payoff. Somebody's getting paid. <laughs> Probably not going to be Ralph and Kevin, but no. But it was it yeah. was. Well, as long as they cease and desist, I mean, they've been told to stop. So as long as they stop using that, then they should be okay. But they're being sued for all past uses. Uh, yeah. So that that is the problem right there. Some bitch got a twist in her knickers somewhere. That, that's what Ralph was. <laughs> that's what Ralph figured. Like somebody, somebody somewhere. Because Kevin has now put a lot of stuff behind the paywall on Stitcher Premium because he's just the money that's going out for hosting and stuff. All the stuff that he does. Yeah. So he's a busy boy. He is a very busy boy. But he he put all that stuff behind, and somebody they figure somebody got their fucking knickers in a twist and ratted him out. So like I said, it's it's a real thing, and you have to wait and see how that pays out. But yeah. if you get it, like uh, I think like I said I posted this once before. Um, I go. They tell you never to meet your heroes because you inevitably could be disappointed by that. I can honestly say meeting Ralph Garman was everything that I wanted it to be. He was warm. He was funny. He gave us all the time that like we, he didn't rush us out. He gave us time to talk and chat and, Joke Look and at take you pictures. getting all soft and fuzzy. It, it is <laughs> like it's. I don't have. I don't have too many celebrity heroes, I guess. And like him and Kevin, are are like two two faces on my Mount Rushmore of celebrity. Like I have are, been. Okay, I'd like to say I have been a huge Kevin Smith fan, but I mean. I'm a fan of Kevin Smith. I haven't seen Clerks. Shush. Don't raise your eyebrows at me. We, again, with the books, I was running about our friendship, but now <laughs> this, this might be the, uh, the straw that broke the camel's back here. Uh, I'll watch it. <laughs> Fuck yeah, you will. <laughs> will. <laughs> Somebody told me I wasn't allowed to watch it without them, though. That so. would be me. <laughs> Somewhere along um, the line, we said we're going to have to do. I've like, seen Jay, Jay and Silent Bob, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Um, Dogma is like, that is my. The one? You know, top five favorite movies. Dogma is at least number two. Yeah. Wow. Some really? days it's up. Some days it's number one, depending on how I feel. Like, But it's it's a solid. Solid number two. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and they would appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I follow Kevin on Kevin on Twitter and I follow Jason on Twitter and 
Um, I've seen a few things that I think my favorite thing that I've seen Jay in is um, Zach and Miri do a porno. Yes. Yeah. Jay has a fine ass. <laughs> you don't get to see that when he's Jay, Jay and Silent Bob because he wears them damn baggy pants. No. It was a shock, let me tell you, when he comes walking out. What the? Holy shit. Yep. What? I, 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 <laughs> Stab <laughs> the pause <laughs> button forever, did you? Pause and rewind. Pause and rewind. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... What the hell? Where the hell has he been hiding all that? And why? <laughs> and now, you know, Kevin's all slim and trim. and Yeah, he's doing amazing. Imagine Jay can't that. make those fat Bob jokes anymore. That's uh, that's that, that's the thing. you got to change the... Uh, somebody had that. And that's going to be interesting in the reboot. But, okay, they did that with the, the Hollyweed... TV thing that Kevin did. I don't know. Yeah. If you, have you, did you see that yet? Okay, they made that joke. I nodded. I yeah. nodded. So I'm again. sorry. I'm sliding down on my couch now. So oh, yeah, are you getting comfy? <laughs> I'm all. Oh yeah, I'm all curled up and all comfy. Right. No, but they made that joke in the Hollywood Hollywood TV uh, show because they they filmed that like separately and they had a whole bunch of time in between the first part of it and the last part because Nipsey comes up to Kevin's character and goes, what happened to you? Kevin goes, Oh, I had a big shit and I lost 40 pounds last night. <laughs> so that like, it's already being talked about that kind of thing. Well, he says in, in the last episode of um, Babylon too, that he had to go and change all of the fat jokes to vegan jokes. Yep. Yeah, yeah so, he's a full-on vegan now. So I know what the hell, dude. Well, no, he wants to live. He said his he his, and he did he did post on Twitter that he you know it is paying being a vegan is paying off because he ran into um oh god Jurassic Park dude the fly oh Jeff Goldblum Jeff Goldblum yep. Yeah, he ran into Jeff Goldblum at this vegan burger bar. Yes. So. Yeah, it happens. Well. I would go there just to, you know, see if I could <laughs> run into somebody famous. But, you know, then I'd hop on down to the Wendy's and get a burger. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. We're at 50, so we should probably get out of here. All right. I opened you close. All right. So. Again, uh, thank you, everybody, for stopping by today. Uh, go check out theworldofmyth.com. The, the, you like that, huh? I remember. Um, <laughs> the, the, the latest edition, number 65, is fresh out of the gate. Everything is... <laughs> do you have something to add? I, just re- I, I did. I just remembered it. I can't believe I forgot. My book's back from the editor. You got a just book? Just plug in my book. You got a book? My book. Eternally Bound, coming out December before Christmas. Oh, you wrote a book. Anyway, right. I did. Okay. So, the one you didn't read. That's right. Theworldofmyth.com. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Twitter at T-W-O-M-B-B-M-B-P. Uh, we're on Facebook. You can find us at the, the World of Myth Bits. Uh, I think it's Facebook.com slash The World of Myth Bits. Uh, the Jaisalmon Network, the Jaisalmon, Jaisalmodcast 
Network or Podcast Network. Uh, Google Play. Google Play, iTunes, iTunes Stitcher. SoundCloud, Stitcher, anywhere that you can uh, get your favorite. We're like, we're like Chicken Man. We're everywhere. We're, we're everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. So any, any place that you can, you, you can get. Oh, don't shake your head. You got concussion. <laughs> anywhere you can get your favorite podcast. They said you should be able to find us or any other the uh, fine podcast from the Jayzo Modcast Network. Um, plug your stuff, kid. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Lupa B L U P A capital B. You can find me on Facebook at the World of Myth Bits Facebook page and at Stephanie Barty S T E P H A N I E. B as in Bob, A-R-D as in dog Y. And you can check out my website, www.stephaniebardi.me. And there you go. That should do it for this week of the World of Myth Bits podcast. I've been, I am Mike Lutz. I am Stephanie Barty, yep. and I only told you to fuck off once this whole I episode. Know. I know. I'm impressed. You are fucking awesome. Anyways. <laughs> We will talk with you next week. Bye-bye. See ya. All right. That was good. Um, you know, Ralph Garman is – he is a legend in the podcasting business. Him and Kim Smith do a, a weekly podcast in Hollywood. And unfortunately for me, I've, I've never had the opportunity to go see him live. So for him to, to give a shout-out to the World of Myth Bits was awesome. So that's, that's very cool. Um, and as far as the beer store, you know, we have liquor stores, we have liquor in all our stores. So we technically, we really don't need a beer store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course the, the catfish, I, I got to be involved in that when that was happening. Uh, Stephanie was texting me, you know, his responses, this, this prince, this so-called prince. And uh, it was just, I, it was hysterical. It, it's hysterical to listen to it, but it was hysterical as it happened. All right, kids, uh, let's go ahead and jump into the next show. As you can tell, my, my voice is just, it's hanging on there by a thread. So let's just keep on going until we finish. Uh, the next show is a show that we only did two episodes, but hopefully we'll come back and we'll do more. Uh, because I really enjoyed it, and uh, he's a busy man. So what I'm talking about is the Grindhouse Sleaze number two, Running a Death Race. Originally released September 4th, 2018. It says, after having, having technical difficulties last week, Dave and Alan returned to talk about a listener's recommendation to 1975 Groundhouse Classic, Death Race 2000, with David Carradine, Simone Girth, and Sylvester Stallone. All right, uh, this one pretty much says it all. And, and we sit back and we talk about uh, Grindhouse Classic. Yeah, that, that was good. I, uh, I apologize, my voice is hanging on there. Almost went out on me. All right, let's go ahead. Put your feet up, kick back, relax, and enjoy. Grindhouse Sleaze Podcast number two, running a death race. Welcome to Grindhouse Sleaze. I am your co-host, David K. Montoya. I'm Alan Russo. 
All right, kids, we apologize. Believe it or not, we actually recorded last week. We really did. I swear to God we did. In fact, we gave you over an hour of free audio goodness. But my stupid ass crossed the stream <laughs> or crossed the wire. So it came like, thank you for coming to Jack and that. You know, it was like <laughs> it was like a cross between Yoda on crack and driving through Jack in a Box listening to their speaker. It was just not audible. And I was so pissed off at myself. Oh, yeah, because that was a good episode. I mean, that was a good one. I mean, we really did, our, did outdid ourselves that way. We, we went all over the system. We, we, uh, we started at one point, jumped to another point, went back to another point, and then jumped back to another point. And then cleverly, pat ourselves on the back here, pat, pat, brought it all back around to our original topic and tied it off with the star system, which eventually it, we'll have to. It, it, yeah, and, and it made sense. I mean, even though we jumped around quite a bit, it actually made sense. So, this week, per, let's see, let me find out who, uh, at the request of listener <laughs> Phil Barty. Hi, Phil. Thanks for listening. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm waving on an audio podcast. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> like they can see you, dumbass. Yeah, really. Um, he, he sent in a plethora of, you know, ground, grindhouse movies that would be really fun to watch. And, uh, one of them that we both agreed on was Death Race 2000 with David Carradine. And what did you, where did you find it at? Did you find it on YouTube or where did you watch it? Yeah, I found it, I found it on YouTube. Did you? Um, I I would have to fire up the uh, the Roku to find out. I, I have some type of what I did is I, I typed in Death Race 2000 on my Roku, and it popped up you know the different ones, and it was like you know 3.99 for this, 2.99 for this. I'm like, keep going, baby, give me something free. <laughs> <laughs> and I I want to say it's like Tubi or Toby or some shit like that, and um. It was totally free, and I got to watch it on my my seventy inch, and it came in nice. And and I mean, obviously, it's from nineteen seventy what three seventy four something like that. Nineteen seventy five. Seventy five. So it didn't come <laughs> in in full screen. It was you know made for television, um, which in hindsight doesn't make sense, but whatever. And uh, so we got to check it out, David Carradine, and we want to thank Phil because that was. I, I totally enjoyed it. I, I think. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was a really good movie. I mean, it really was. I mean, I'll give it that. For being 1975, it was really good. It had a, a good message about. I don't know. It was a, there was a very heavy political message to it. It really was. Um, but but it, it was fun. It was well done, well handled, very. Fun. Well, you gotta think. You got to think too. That was also the height of the Nixon era too. Oh yeah, that's true. Good times, good times. Well, was it? Yeah. Wait, let's see. Yeah, because Nixon Nixon came in at the end. Of, well, he ended in seventy five, and and Ford picked up, right? <laughs> because Ford Ford right. only did what a year. I know we're getting we're getting historical kids on the Grindhouse Lee's <laughs> podcast. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, Ford came in in like 76, I believe. 
Okay. Let me, I'm noticing as we're speaking, we're hitting the, the red zone. So let me turn this down a little bit because I don't want to have any problems. Okay. Yeah, because Ford came in, I believe, at the end of 76. Or no, he came in at the beginning of 76, something like that. Yeah, it was somewhere in there. I don't remember exactly when. So, so we set up. Um, what did you think of Frankenstein, who is played by David Carradine? It was an interesting concept. I mean, because you think about it, you know, he's supposed to be, you know, the friend of the president, yada, yada, yada. Well, you know, of course, he was made to take the president out by the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> But that was a thing. The the rebels didn't know that. Right. And, you know, they're trying to take him out and not understanding he's doing the same thing they're trying to do. Which is which, which was, was kind of interesting. I thought it was a yeah, I thought it was a very good turning point in the, the movie. So. I mean, when you compare it to the remake, and which I know you haven't seen the remake. No, not yet. That had that had Jason Statham. When you compare the two, you can see major differences, but the, for the most part, the plot's the same. Oh, really? Yes. Um, the ba- the main difference is, um, in the remake, it has to do with a prison. So, you know, you got your, you got your prison set up and all that, but like the presidency thing is technically the warden of the prison and Frankenstein was brought in to replace the person sign that had died the year previously in a race. Interesting. So, what happens is in the remake is Frankenstein, you know, he he finds out he was set up to be brought in for the race, and then he's like, no, this ain't happening. I want my daughter back because, you know, she took his daughter and all that shit, and, you know, he does the same thing. He kills her and escapes. Did it, <laughs> in the remake, did it have, um, did it have the hand grenade? No, it was actually a little different. Um, in the remake, they had a little bit more weapons, so he used a missile. Really? Yeah. Well, it actually, you know, there was missiles and all that, but what it was, they wanted to blow him up at the very end of the race. Well, the mechanic had found out that they had put a bomb under his car, so they sent it back to the warden. So when she went to go set the bomb off, it blew, she blew herself up. Oh shit. I'm gonna have to watch the remake. It's, it's really good. Um, it, it's it's kind of political, you know. It's set in the future and all that, just like this one. Yeah. Which, you know, and what what I was shocked is when I saw Sylvester Stallone for the first time. <laughs> I was like, really? Machine. You know, because I mean, and then I looked it up. This is his first role. Yeah, Machine Gun Joe. Yeah, Machine Gun Joe. And you know, they use a lot of the same character names. In the remake. Oh, do they? They use Machine Gun Joe and Frankenstein. That's cool. But the rest of them, you know, they changed the names. Those are the two names they kept the same in the remake. Well, yeah, because the others were pretty much Nazis. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, but in this one, you know, it's interesting because it's a transcontinental race versus just a race in a prison. Right. You know know, what it reminded me of? 
It reminded What's me. What's that? It reminded me of the old cartoons we used to watch as a kid, the Hanna Barbera cartoons called Wacky Racers. Do you remember those? Sort of. Yeah, it reminded me of Wacky Racers on crack. It actually kind of reminded me uh-huh. of Speed Racer. Yeah, yeah. There was there. There was definitely elements of that. Yeah, I mean, but you know. You gotta think, those are the cartoons we grew up with. So, I mean, you know. True. There, there, you know, there's all kinds of differences and things that you can take out of it, but it was very political, and I'll give it that. It was a very, very political movie. And, you know, spoilers if you haven't watched a 40 something year old movie, 43 at this point, is uh, Frankenstein becomes president of the United States at the end. Yeah. And, you know, but like I said, you know, you kind of, the way the cars were designed, it kind of reminds you of Speed Racer. Yes, and, and, uh, the teeth. I, I love the teeth on the, the teeth and yeah. the horns. Yeah. I was dying. You know, I was literally dying when, um, they brought the wife on to the construction worker, the guy that first gets killed. And she's like, you yeah. know, you can tell she's all sad, but they're like, and we'll give you, you know, a trip to Acapulco, and she's like, "Yay!" You know, I was dying. <laughs> yeah, you know, your your husband's dead, but hey, you get to trip to Acapulco. Yeah, um, well, and then, and then what, what tripped me what tripped me out, and this is kind of an interesting thought about it. You know, not only did they do that, but they gave her the next year for her own TV it was a fifty inch three dimensional <laughs> TV. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, wow, you know, and those are all over today. You know, back. Of course, back in the 80s and the 90s, even the early 2000s, it's like, wow, 3D, that's awesome. It is. You know, ooh, a 50, you know, it's like, ooh, a 50, 50 inch. yeah. Holy shit. And now it's like, yeah, 50 inch ain't nothing. No. Ooh, I want a 95. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a 110 inch that I see that I really want. And I mean, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, even even now, I mean, you can go to Best Buy for like, you know, 150, 200 bucks and buy like a 250 inch projection. Yeah. Projector. <laughs> yeah. You know. You know, actually I was just at Best Buy, just like fifteen, twenty minutes ago. Uh just yeah. just because I'm trying a different setup, you know, as far as uh that reminds me to ask you, how do I sound? Do I sound clearer now? Yeah, you're sound you sound a lot clearer. Because originally what I was doing in the last episode and uh, with other podcasts that I had to call into I was using a headset, kind of like what you're wearing, and I yeah. I put a splitter at the end of it and ran the headset in there and then ran that to the soundboard. But what I'm doing here is you're literally hearing my mic, which is a XML or MXL rather, you know, high high quality mic that's ran to the soundboard, right. and I'm running the soundboard into the splitter. Which then goes into the phone, so you're you're literally hearing the mic, the the quality mic, instead of like a shitty right. headphone. So I digress. I was gonna talk about the the television, but I just wanted to make sure everything sounded good while while I'm thinking oh, yeah. about. It. But um, so I was there at, at Best Buy, and I think the the biggest 3D TV that I saw because I had to go back and and I I bought a um. Where is it at here? I bought a, it's a, a quarter inch to a 3.5 millimeter. Uh, it's a mini headphone jack adapter. So yeah. 
so that way I can run the 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 three point five into the mixing board, but because it's only a quarter inch into the iPhone, so it, it's an adapter that switches it over. Anyway, right. they're right next to the the TVs, and they're I think they had like a ninety five inch three D TV. Now, and I guess you 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 have to buy the the TV or the the glasses separately. Now, if you're gonna pay five grand for a three D TV, that's an eight K. You know, number one, yes, that is a great deal, but you should at least be able to have the t- the glasses to go with it because the glasses are hanging right next to you know the boxes. Yeah, and. They're like, I don't know, twenty bucks per glass. I I'd be like, you you take care of those glasses. You can have a pair of glasses every year on your birthday. That'll be your only birthday present. <laughs> you know, well, right? Well, I mean, most three D TVs come with a pair of at least one to two pairs of glasses. Really, this one was an LG, and uh, it didn't. Not that I could tell. Well, sometimes I, you know, they don't advertise that the glasses come with it, but most of the time they do. Yeah, they probably want some fool like me to go spend an extra $40. Actually, if I were to do that, I would have to get one for me and, and three kids, so that's 80 bucks right there, plus tax, so closer to 90 bucks. Get home and you're like, right. they're all here! Oh, great. Well, I've already bought them. <laughs> exactly. I'll just put them up for next time. So, yeah, the idea of a 3D TV, 50 inch, in 1975, you know, that was like, ooh, now in 2018, going into 2019, right? Like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's pretty much like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I can go pick one of those at the, the corner store. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Go buy one at Walgreens and shit. <laughs> right. Um, or everybody's favorite Walmart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a Walmart. Everywhere. Well, yeah, no shit. Um, do you have a particular, like, a favorite scene? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, the the construction kill scene was pretty interesting. The first one or the one where the dude's on the ladder? The, the first one. Yeah. I mean, you know, it didn't have as much blood and guts as I figured it would with the name of, like, Death Race. But, you know, it's 1975, so. Right. I figured, there, I figured there'd be a little bit more blood. Yeah, because it was uh, Machine Gun Joe, and, of course, he's got machine guns, and he's got this big-ass knife in the middle, and it yeah. stabs the guy right in the dick. That's, that's like, <laughs> I, oh, jeez, you know, that was like, Damn. <laughs> Right, you know, but what I expected was more of him to be ripped in half than what they actually showed. Right. Yeah, because that's what you expect with a big ass knife and a dick. <laughs> that was yeah, that was good. That was good. At like eighty miles an hour. <laughs> um. Yeah, they could they couldn't pull that off now. That type of character, you know, the one that uh, no. Sylvester Stallone did because. Well, number one, he was like totally abusive to his his navigator, who was right. a chick. And yeah, no, that wouldn't fly nowadays. Right. Uh, too much of that domestic abuse bullshit. Yeah. 
<laughs> but we're talking about the Grindhouse. That 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 was acceptable, especially back in the mid seventies. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, I'm against you know spousal abuse regardless, but oh know, yeah, we're just, just funny. Me. We're just being funny. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, even in movies, that wouldn't fly today because of that reason. You know, there's too many people that are like, you know, well, he shouldn't do that. Well, it's a movie. Come on, get over it. Right. Well, and that is called know. character development. You, They were making him. Exactly. He he was nowhere near a nice guy. He was a dick. And that right. kind of emphasized on him. Um, another one of my, well, my favorite scene is... Uh, Oh, who was it? The one with the bullhorns on the car. I'm trying to think of the name. Um, anyway, yeah. a matador came out with the red cape, and they were doing, you know, he was like, yeah, Toro, yeah, yeah. Toro, ole, ole. And then, of course, <laughs> finally he gets gutted. Yep. I mean, the the one that kind of irritated me, though, was the one that she just backed over the landmine by a complete accident. I'm like, Really? You know, yeah. she avoided all that shit and then just actually backs over the landmine. Like, yeah. what the fuck? That was kind of a letdown, to be honest with you. Yeah, it, it was, really was. I was. Like, what the hell? Yeah, you're because you're thinking, okay, she she got out of it safe. She's okay. You know, she can get back to the race. And let let's just face it, okay. As a guy, you don't want no pretty face. It's just something in you. You're like, oh, you know, she's hot. You don't want her to die. You know, you kind of, it's eye candy, essentially what it is. And then, you know, when the the most attractive one of the bunch dies, you're like, oh, shit. Motherfucker, you know? What a letdown. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. (laughs) Now, the way they killed Machine Gun Joe, now that was good. Yes. (laughs) You know, just took off his hand and (laughs) pulled the pin and threw it in the car. I you mean, know, go ahead. I, I I think that would have worked better if you didn't know the grenade was part of his actual hand that was fake. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, you know, if they would have done that, he would have been just like, you know, pulled his hand off and be like, here, throw this, you know. If you didn't know that the grenade was there, I think that would have made a much better kill scene. Be like, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> uh, but, you know, and I wanted to kill the president. I was getting ready. Go ahead. I was just getting going there. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, it, you know, you think it's Frankenstein, you know, and you're like, no, that can't be, you know, there's just no way to work. And, and you kind of see it kind of like, is it him? And then she gets shot, and it's like, and then you realize, and you realize that it's not, and it's like, oh shit, you know? Right. But you kind of see, it, but you kind of see it coming at the same time. It seems like they were going for something, and they changed their mind because uh, it was almost a melodramatic moment when you find out it was the chick who was dressed up like Frankenstein, and you know she gets shot, and everybody's like, <gasps> you know, and he's all pissed off, and he's gonna get, take his revenge. But then you find out that she lived, everything's fine. The leader of the resistance is her great grandmother, and they're, you know, she marries him. And, and I felt it was kind of like a, a wasted moment. Right. Because, I mean, you know, you think about it, because if she's going to shoot him and she's trying to get rid of the president, why not just, you know, move your aim like, you know, six inches to the left? Right. 
<laughs> I mean, you know. No, why, I totally why kill you. The, you know why kill why kill a racer when your problems with the president and the presidency? Right. That made no sense to me. Yeah, but, I mean, you look at it, but you look at it too, and there's a lot of wind, so kind of makes you wonder if the trajectory of the bullet didn't miss because of the wind. I, I didn't give it that much thought. It was like two, three o'clock in the morning. I, I was. Yeah, well, you know, just kind of a, just kind of a thought, you know, as a, for what I do for a living, you know, it kind of makes you wonder. Right, <laughs> right, right. You know, and we actually we covered that in episode two that we didn't get to play. Um, go ahead and tell the listeners what you do for a living now. I am actually a full time paramedic. So, you know, me seeing death and dismemberment and gross shit, you know, that's a daily for me. Yeah, yeah, that's what they pay you the big bucks for. So you can have PTSD in five years. Yeah, yeah, for, you know, like $11 an hour. (laughs) (laughs) You could always come to California, just saying. We could do live shows. Yeah. Yeah, go rent out a podcast theater down in L.A. and, and hold live shows. I'm sure people would come. Oh, yeah, don't just to make like what four, just to make like what four dollars more an hour? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> With three times the rent that I'm paying now. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's just like uh, food up here is just ridiculous. We're and we're coming to the well. We, you know, we're September first as we're no, we're September second. Web, you know, as we're recording this. So it'll come out September 4th when it comes out, this show. And it's still like $4 a gallon here in California for gas. Yeah, see, right now here in Arkansas, it's like two sixty a gallon. See, that's bad for Arkansas. Holy crap. Yeah. I you know, but you got to think, rent out, rent out there is like fucking ridiculous compared to what I pay. Yeah, even up, even where I live here in the high desert, it's it's getting high. Yeah, well, I mean, you got to think, you know. But I'm getting my rent fairly cheap because the guy I'm renting it from, you know, I pay four hundred dollars a month. But you know, housing in this area is starting out at nine hundred dollars a month. Wow, wow. Yeah. And and I'm talking, you know, and you're talking like you know, small town Arkansas. Yeah. Population, you know, 15,000 people. <laughs> I know we're digressing again, but um, when now Russo knows because actually, actually the house that we lived in when when we became friends, uh, I say we, my wife and I, um, we lived there and it was a big house. It was. Yeah. And we paid, what, 300 bucks a month for it? Something like that. Uh, was it like four fifty? I think was it four fifty? Yeah, it wasn't that. It, you were paying a little bit. You were paying. You were paying less than five. But I just remember it was cheap for the size. Yeah. Because I remember when you moved into your apartment back in California, you're telling me you're paying seven hundred. I'm like, holy hell! Yeah. Yeah. And now that same apartment goes for about thirteen. Exactly. So, I love California, and they're overpriced. Yeah, no shit. I'm not going to get on Governor Brown, 
So I'm just we're gonna move on ahead. <laughs> uh, so let's see. I I the there's one question in the movie that they didn't answer, and I wish they would have answered. Is uh, the reporter, you know, the blonde reporter? Yeah. She she keeps hinting that they had a relationship, you know, her and Frankenstein, you know, in the right. in the the beginning, you know, when he comes to, she's like, you know, oh my dear friend, you know, and she kept referring to him as my dear friend, and there was a, a bit of flirtation from her to him, but he was very cold because he was Frankenstein, and um. That was never addressed. I, I that was kind of one of the only things that they because they tied up all the loose what, ends very nicely. I think, yeah, they did. I think with that one because if you notice throughout the whole movie, she always says, you know, my friend this, my friend that. So I'm thinking it was kind of a just one of those characters that you know that's just the way she was, and it really wasn't. You know, there was no relationship. It was just. And she could have been a government informant, you know, part of the program that he was under. Right. Yeah, you know, I wish they would have addressed her. I mean, I know that she was just a minor character, but that was like one of the only things that they didn't really, you know, tie up the loose end. Yeah, but it wasn't a big loose end, you know. It was just kind of one of those. Did you know that last year uh, they made a sequel? It's called really? yes. It's called Death Race 2046. Huh. And I was waiting for the show to tell you about it. I haven't seen it yet. I just heard about it, and it's on Netflix. I might have to go check that out. Yeah, I'm thinking that maybe we should watch watch it, and then come back next week and give them a you know a thoughts on the sequel. Definitely, because I know there's people out there that say that they don't really care. For the Death Race 2000, which if you don't care for Death Race 2000, I I think you can appreciate the Grindhouse itself because to me that was total Grindhouse minus the lack of blood and guts. Right, but I mean that's the thing about Grindhouse; it didn't have to be about blood and guts. It's just that campy, cheesy jokes and you know the right. fun stuff that made the movie. Right. Yeah, it was just it was I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I really did. I thought it was a great show. It really was. I mean, there were some spots in there that they kind of drug it out a little bit, but I mean, you know, they had to fill it in with something. Right. The the where they were there eating dinner. Yeah. You, you know, and they called uh, Frankenstein away and that whole, you know, uh, machine gun machine gun Joe and his chick and and just the other chick, the other navigator. It was just uh, it, to me that was very entertaining. It was there. Oh, the fight between Frankenstein and uh, yeah, machine gun. What you're like? Okay, number one, you're waiting because it's David Carradine, so you're waiting for him to bust out kung fu. You know, Kwai Chi. Yeah. Kwai. Was it Kwai Chang Kane? There we go. That's a tongue twister from kung fu. But anyway, no, he just he. he you know, standard fist fighting, but you're waiting because what? you're seeing Rocky fight Kwai Chang King. 
And it was it was just I don't know. Go ahead. You were kind of waiting for a boxing moment almost. You were. <laughs> you know, you were looking for something between kung, you know, one doing kung fu and the other one doing boxing. You know. Yeah. You were kind of looking for a UFC type fight, and it wasn't. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but it was still it was entertaining. It was. It was a really good. It was a really good sequence. I mean, you. But you also expected him to kill it. Yeah, you did. Which and you know, I'm, I'm glad they didn't at that point, because then it would have made a problem later on. But but it was it was interesting because uh, you go back and you watch it and you're like, okay, Sylvester Stallone is is more built than David Carradine, so you would kind of think that. So Stallone would get the better part, but they actually, right. if you watch the movie and watch the hand that they, you know, they take off at, at, at the end with the grenade in it, it's the same hand. So what they did is Frankenstein was using that steel grenade hand and hitting him in the face with it, and you're right. and you're like, oh, that actually that that made sense. It made, yeah. Well, it kind of made sense a little bit later because, you know, right after that, you know, they have the bedroom scene where she shows them the grenade for the first time. So it really yes. did make sense then. Yes. A lot of boob action in this movie. Yeah, there was. More than I more than I expected. Yeah. Yeah, I, I admit that one. I, I was like, okay. That, I mean, no qualms there at all. At oh, all. No, no, no. <laughs> but just. That's what makes it. Go That's ahead. another good thing about Grindhouse. There's a lot of boobs. But I, I was, like you said, I was just kind of surprised with, you know, how how liberal they were, especially back then. Right. And then, of course, you know, the, when they're getting the massage and that whole action scene goes on, you're like, yeah. Right, but you, you, know, you got to also think, too, you know, 1975, that was the beginning of the sexual revolution. You know, porn was everywhere. Good times, good times. I say that like I was part of it. <laughs> <laughs> right? I, I was going to say, I wasn't there in the original, but I... Yeah, we were there in spirit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, uh, let's see. What else is there? Uh, I, I was going to take notes, and I totally forgot. There's just so much going on. I enjoyed... The announcers. I love the fact that he finally, because that little prick was annoying through the whole movie. The announcer. <laughs> he was. I'm glad he got what he got me in. Yes. You're like, yes. Because he just... I mean, you know, but you got to think, though, too. I mean, you know, that was his character. I mean, when they first open up, and he's like, welcome, folks. I'm like, oh, my God, if this is the guy for the rest of the movie, I'm going to shoot myself. <laughs> I think they did that on purpose, to be honest with you. I think they did, too. Just for that reason, they knew they were going to kill him at the end. And if you watch it, kids, it's it's actually the, you know, when he runs them over, there's actually a bounce to the car. Like, so they, yeah. they actually ran something over. Which was even more entertaining. <laughs> I mean, he was kind of an annoying character, but, I mean... At the same time, he was also one of those characters you're like, eh, he might be annoying, but, you know, he makes the film. Yes. He what, really does. Was um, there anything that you didn't care for? You're like, eh. 
Some of the gaps, like, you know, the racing, you know, just when they're racing itself, you know, just the gaps. Uh-huh. Um, you know, lack of death. Yeah. You know, because, you know, you had very little death scenes in between. It's like, I figured there'd be more. With a movie named Death Race, you would figure there'd be a lot more death. Yeah. I, I, the only thing that I can think of is the baby scene where they they set him up with the yeah. the bomb baby uh, yeah so that i don't know it just didn't work for me that was like i don't know i it just well i mean it worked because i mean you know when it when especially when they talk about the point system well yeah no it, for the movie itself it it works but i mean for me personally the scene just didn't right fit. right it didn't feel because, right i mean Right. Well, because you got to think. I mean, you know, back in 1975, you know, they could get away with anything. Right. Well, you know, I, that wouldn't fly today. Well, I'm thinking more of, like, writer-wise, not even emotional-wise, just, like, writing-wise. Now, if you're driving along, right, and, you know, you see people having a picnic, and they're holding the baby, and you're like, oh, baby, score, you know? And somebody sets the baby down and runs away. Wouldn't that? I mean, just logically thinking, wouldn't you're like a uh, trap? Was would that be a yeah, trap? Yeah, logically you would think that. And that's what I was thinking in my head was like, you just walked right into that shit, and it, it just I don't know exactly. It, it it annoyed me. It really did. That was the only part of the movie that really annoyed me. Right. But I mean, at the same time, you know, you're thinking too. In a situation like that, you're thinking, okay, that's an easy target. They ran off or got the kid. Yeah, whatever. But, I mean, like I said, I agree with you because that's an easy target. Right. You know, that that this, that was waiting for a setup. Um, you would think that was, oh, trap. No big deal. You know. Now, maybe you can help me with this part, too, because this part I was thinking about, it just popped into my head, and it didn't really make much sense to me, so maybe you can help me understand it was, okay, Frankenstein and the Navigator, they're driving, and he pulls over, and he makes her drive for a while, and he's kind of right. interrogating her, right? What was the point of having her drive as he interrogated her? Was it something, was it to, because if she was driving, she couldn't jump out and run away kind of thing? Or I, what was your perspective on that scene? Well, I think he knew that there's some type of sabotage going on. Okay. And he knew something was up. So making her drive would put it into perspective of, you know, because that was right after the whole start of uh, the rebels starting to blow him up. Right. So, you know, making it to the point where it's like, okay, if she's driving, they're probably not going to try to blow me up because she's driving because she has something to do with it. He knew something was up. Ah, uh, okay. So yeah, they saw her. They wouldn't try to blow up the car. Okay, that right. that makes sense. That makes total sense. Okay. Yeah, because at first I was like, eh. Um, you know, and then the fact that she can't miss that kid completely. I mean, how could you go around a tree to miss a kid in the middle of the road? Right. Oh, that that reminds me. That's 
that reminds me of another great scene that I just I cracked the hell up was okay so they're pushing all the geriatric patients out on the road because geriatrics are high points but right um Frankenstein takes a, a right goes down the hallway and you hear all these people in, at the hospital and you hear all these people screaming and you see these like and you can tell they're they're dummy bodies and they're just yeah. flying and I was just I was cracking up it was it was such a great scene yeah, because I mean, he made he made mention, oh, it's euthanasia day at the hospital. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then he kills all the nurses and doctors. Like, well, that made no sense, and then it dawned on me, duh. <laughs> so you know, they're they're trying to make an easy point for Frankenstein. He's like, I don't want easy points. I want something, you know. Yeah, make it fun. I, I want a little bit of a challenge. I want a little bit of a challenge. Let's make this fun. <laughs> yeah, that was. That was one of the best scenes. I was dying. I was just cracking up. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. I mean, go ahead. That the, the ending, you know, them making him president was kind of a. I wasn't expecting that at the end. No. You know, but I kind of saw it coming. You know, the the end of the era that they were living under and all that. I saw all that coming. Because him and her both had the same agenda. Right. You know, but them making him president, I was like, okay, that's a little weird. You might have to take your hand and cover your mic because I'm getting a lot of wind. Okay. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. But, you know, that's what I was thinking is like, you know, why would they do that? Why would they make him president? You know, it made no sense. I I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, because I know everybody, now, everybody loved Frankenstein, but was it because he was such, quote, unquote, a good friend with the president? Uh, it's possible. I'm thinking more they might have had a, like a, you know, and, and they didn't really, like I said, they didn't dress that they might have had a law to where, you know, whoever kills the president becomes the next president. See, if that would have been great, they should have actually, you know, put that in there. Yeah, if they, if they would have went in with that, then I think it would have been a lot better. Because hmm. I think they should have explained that a little more. Other than that, I mean, you know. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, I mean, for what it was, there was there's some gaps, and yeah, I think now if he would have crashed into the you know the stage and everything would have blown to hell, you know, he die, she die, the president die, everybody dies, it's just one big gas fireball. And then have someone stand there like, well, I guess the race is over. And then walk away. That would have been a great ending. Yeah, it would have. I think that would have been a better ending. Yeah, I, I yeah, I don't know. I just pulled it. I literally just pulled that shit out of my ass right now. <laughs> well, I mean, but it makes sense, though. You know, just end the movie like that. You know, everybody dies. Okay, I guess the race is over. Walks yeah. off. No, they, they roll the credits. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or something like, Oh, okay. This year's death race was cool. You know, walk away. Yeah. Kind of remind you, oh, yeah, it's, it's a death race, you know? 
Yeah. You know, something to the the effect, you know, I mean, because they kind of left it open for a sequel. Yeah. I I mean, but at the same, they they did and they didn't, you know, because they could have just ended it right there and been done. Well, yeah, because you're kind of curious to see what kind of president Frankenstein was. Was there any ramifications of killing the president? You know. Exactly. You know, they kind of, they did leave that open for a sequel. I mean, that was, that was a shocker, you know, that they left it. But it wasn't wide open. And you know, the only, it wasn't one of those that, go ahead. It wasn't one of those where it's like, you know, oh, it had, there has to be a sequel. There has to be a sequel. It wasn't one of those type endings. No, no, no. No, it, it, it works as an ending. It works as a one oh, yeah. shot. But yeah, I, it, to me, it, it felt like, you know, the story wasn't completely told, and maybe that's what happens in the the twenty forty five version. Is yeah. uh, you know they go back in and they I get maybe pick up forty five years after uh, Frankenstein's been president. I know everything's got to be different, obviously, because right. I mean the only person alive in that movie that or is still alive in that movie, like legitimately, is uh, Sylvester Stallone. Everybody else yeah. is dead. So you, right. you can't bring nobody back. Right. And that uh, and that's why, you know, that's why I hate when they make sequels so many years later. Yeah. Damn David Carradine and his autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't you have done it, you know, somewhere else? Not in the closet where you weren't? Never mind. I'm getting off on a tangent. Right? I liked him. He was a good actor. He really was. He, you know, in one of his lesser one of his lesser known movies. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I guess you would say movie is more like a miniseries. Uh-huh. North and South. I've never seen that. What is it about? It is an it's an actual miniseries based on three books. Uh-huh. That's set during the Civil War. Really? Yes. And it's got Patrick Swayze in it, David Carradine, um, God. Bunch of eighties actors. Of, well, eighties and even nineties actors. I mean When was this done? In the nineties? It came out in the mid eighties. Oh, okay. Um, but it's got like Bow Bridges and Oh damn, I haven't heard that name in years. Um, uh, like really huge actors at the time. Like a couple of them were even in soap operas. Really? You know, yeah, like main soap opera characters. Um, trying to think of who else was in it, you know, right off the top of my head, but some of them played like bit parts. Uh, Johnny Cash was in it. No shit. Yeah. Um, Christy Alley. Damn, that's a was in it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're talking like some of the big actors in the mid to late eighties. Yeah. Cheers. Right, and uh, uh. Trying to think, I mean, there's like, like I said, there's a slew of actors because it's total, it's like 26 hours for all three, for the whole miniseries, it's like 26 hours. Really? Yeah, but it's based on three books and it starts, you know, before the Civil War, during the Civil War, and after the Civil War. And it's good? It's really good. Okay. I mean, I know it's not Grindhouse, but I, I'm, you know, we're both right, movie right. enthusiasts. We both like a good movie. Right. So. I mean, David Carradine, you know, he plays a very interesting character. Uh huh. Because he plays a plantation owner 
that beats his wife. Ah, uh, okay. You know, but he's his character is like, oh, how do you put it? Like sympathetic, sort of. He's an asshole. Uh huh. And, and you want to hate him, but you understand because of that time frame, right? That time era. That's the way most people were. Right. Yeah. There was you no. Know, there was no equal rights back in the Civil War days. Right. You know, you're thinking, you know, okay, you know, women are property, slaves are property, you know, shit like that. So it made sense. But, you know, it was one of those, it was a good movie, it was a good miniseries. I have it on DVD. Uh-huh. I even have all three books. You know what movie we should watch? Let's see if I can find it here. Uh, I got it on Blu-ray. Shoot, no, I don't see it. Yeah, I do. Let's see. <coughs> I think maybe we should start trying to record on uh, Sundays as well. Because do you notice how clear the picture is today? Like, the yes. internet is working beautifully. Right. I think it's because everybody's out doing something on a, on a you know. Maybe. Anyway, I, I think we should watch... I mean, I've seen this. Have you seen it? It's with Charlton Heston. And I, I don't know if it really clarifies as a Grindhouse movie because it was made by Warner Brothers, but it's called Soylent Green. Have you seen that? Great movie. Well, you might have to check that out. It's you, You've never seen it? No, I've never seen it. Um, you'll love the ending. The ending is such a good twist. You love it. Um, it says it's the year 2022. People are still the same. They'll do anything to get what they need, and they need Soylent Green. And it is—it's a great flick. It really is. And it's—it's it's made in the 70s, obviously. Charleston Heston, and uh, it's to me, it—it it feels very Grindhouse. Just. Again, I know it was made by Warner Brothers, but if you watch it, and I'm sure you, I know it's on, I know it's on YouTube. Okay. Big rig. Right. If you're wondering, oh, well, I, I was going to say, if you're wondering, kids, Russo's outside uh, smoking and, and podcasting at the same time. <laughs> So it's not that uh, the cars are just that loud in Arkansas. He's outside. He's, yeah. He must be pretty close to the road, too, huh? Yeah, our station's really close to the road. Is it? Uh, are you working? Yeah. Oh, shit, I didn't know you were working. Yep. I haven't worked today. Ah. Okay, there you go. He's podcasting at the station again. Oh, hey, you know. That's what Everybody's I was going to do it sometime. I was going to say something. It, it occurred to me is you're using their Wi-Fi, huh? Yeah. Uh, see where he lives, kids in in the boonies of Arkansas. Where he lives, the internet's not available, and that's why I have not moved out there. There's no <laughs> such thing as as uh, fiber optic internet out there. I'm like, nope. Oh, there is, but it there is, but it sucks. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, see. Now this is that AT and T fiber optics crap, not Verizon FiOS. Uh, actually, Verizon FiOS got bought out. It doesn't exist anymore. It's uh, it's called Frontier. 
it's still it's still the Verizon stuff. But for some reason, they sold the internet part of their company, and so now it's well, Frontier. Well, that sucks. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it's still great fiber optics because it was Verizon, but it's just owned by another company now. I don't know why they dropped it. Um, okay, so swing back around to Death Race 2000. Out of a half a star being the shittiest thing since sliced bread to, yeah, I say shittiest thing since sliced bread because I'm not allowed to eat bread. So I'm trying to convince myself that <laughs> bread is a bad thing. Because I know people are like, isn't it, isn't it the greatest thing since sliced bread? No. Sliced bread is from the devil. Wow, that was loud. If, if you heard that beep, I apologize. Um, anyway, yeah. So sliced bread is from the devil. And let's say five stars is the greatest thing since prime rib. How about that? So where you give it a four? You give it a, a solid four. A solid four. Nice. Yeah. It, it was. Um, in fact, I actually went and found it for a reasonable price on Blu-ray. And it's something that I'm going to be adding to my personal collection. I liked it that much where I bought it. Oh, yeah, definitely. So I, I'm i very glad that we actually got to sit down and talk. I Again, I it was solely me, gang. It was my fault. I crossed the white with the red. And I don't know how the hell I did that because that shit's color-coded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... I don't know. I just I don't know what I did. I I, I think I over kind of consumed myself too much. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I, I just I don't know. I'm I'm just trying to make excuses, but I don't know what I did. But yeah, I screwed up. So, but we made up. This is a great show. Great movie. Go out there. Uh, we want to thank Phil Barty again for the, uh, you know, for recommendation. The yeah, for the suggestion recommendation for the movie. Right on. Um, Again, if you want us to, obviously, if we pick your movie, we're going to tell you, tell the, the listeners, you're the one that suggested it. So uh, yep. if you've got a movie that you want us to review, and trust us, we've got a long-ass list. I, I uh, text messaged Russo last week, and I was like, out of all the people, because there were some movies that were like, I was like, no, you know, that's that's too mainstream to be right. Uh, like, uh, oh, what was it? Bloody Mary. Okay, uh, one of them was Bloody Mary. That was just one of the movies I remember. I I omitted from the list because I'm like, number one, it was made by like Universal or some shit, and number two. It had like a fifty million dollar budget. That's not Grindhouse. No. So there is there is you know a list that I went through and I like okay that's Grindhouse that's Grindhouse, and I sent the best ones to Russo and I like look at you know the list that we're getting, and so we do have a list but you send it, you and if it's something that we haven't seen or we want to talk about, uh, we will definitely cover it. We will give. Because out of the only ones on that list uh-huh. that you sent me the other day, this is the only one on that list that I have not seen. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and that's saying a lot when you have a list of like 12 movies and I haven't seen like one of them. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, send it to 
Send all suggestions, comments. You can tell us that you love us. You can even tell us that you hate us. I don't mind. Uh, I've been getting a few of the you suck emails now that we're back in the swing of things and my name's back out there. I don't know why it's directed at me. Uh, you know, but anyway, send all emails. Uh, who knows? Send all your emails, love, hate, or whatever, to grindhouse underscore sleaze at jayzomon, J-A-Y-Z-O-M-O-N dot com. And if it, like I said, if it meets the criteria, if it's a movie that's not already on the list, or if it's a movie that we want to review that we've already seen, we will definitely do that. Um, also, uh, because we missed episode two, I, I'm also obligated to take care of a little housekeeping and say that the Grindhouse Sleaze podcast can now be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, and pretty much wherever podcasts are consumed, you can find us there. So, or you can go to jazelmon.com slash jazelmodcast, that's J-A-Y-Z-O-M-O-N.com slash J-A-Y-Z-O-M-O-D-C-A-S-T, and find grindhouse sleeves because that's where that's our home kids that's where we're you'll always find us so again al thank you i appreciate you i didn't i honestly i didn't realize that you had to work today no no it don't it don't matter to me you know i got all the downtime you know sometimes so you know how it goes yes i'm working on the world of myth it's a, a magazine that i run uh, we're getting ready to launch episode 65 so maybe Maybe there might be something from you. Yep, of course, always. That's just a little plug to, to get it out there. Also, I've been <laughs> negotiating with a couple of new podcasters. Someone's coming in to do Flashback Fridays, which I'm happy because, unfortunately, the guy that we had wasn't able to. And then one guy from Australia has a podcast that he's thinking about submitting to the, the Jazel Modcast. And then the Jay, uh, Jim Bennett, who was one half of the American Fat Ass podcast. We've actually been talking and trying to get him to bring something new to the show as well. There's That's all the housekeeping I got for this week. You got anything? Well, uh, well and then you got to... We, we mentioned this last episode, which of course got screwed up, but you know, we talked about Tusk in episode in episode one. Uh-huh. You know, you know, you sent me that link where uh, Kevin Smith liked our podcast. Yes, yes, yes. I totally forgot that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, he really gave us a thumbs up, and that that's awesome. I mean, you know, someone like that that's, you know, liked our review of his movie, that's great. Yeah, we'll, you know, we're Kevin Smith fans, and whether it falls into the Grindhouse category or not, we, at one point or another, here soon, because we do have a list, which is kind of neat, but we will review Yoga Hosers, just for a simple fact that oh, yes. Kevin Smith was cool enough, because we we did, you know, we were honest. We, we said, this is some good points, this is not some good points. So we weren't just like, you know, kissing his ass the whole time. We were being very honest, and I think he appreciated that, obviously, if he gave us a heads up. Or oh, a yeah, yeah, up. yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, that's definitely, oh my God. Yeah. I woke up to that and I was like, Oh, Russo, 
you know, I took a screenshot of my phone. <laughs> exactly. Because that... But, I mean, you know, but you got to think back, what was it, three years ago? You know, we took a picture of his navigator in his front door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, he said, he, you know, and he sent us both a message saying, you know, next time, knock on the door. Yeah. Yeah, knock on the door. Good times. And, uh, oh, yeah. Next time, yeah, it, it'll it happen. Was good t- it was good times in a bad situation. Yeah, definitely. But, you know, what's the old saying? Time heals all wounds. Yes. So, and if you well, don't I mean, know what I'm talking about, go to, because I'm not going to rehash this, because her, the memorial, or not memorial, but the anniversary of her death is, is coming up on us very closely. And that's something that I don't want to really tap into. Because this is an upbeat show. But you can go back and you can listen to Seeing Red. It was around November 2015-ish. And um, I remember it was right before... Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I remember this, this episode, but it's the episode after the what happens is called The Fuhrer Stinks. So it, the one right before that kind of talks about my wife and what happened and how she passed away. And that's pretty much all I want to say about that. Right, right. But, I mean, you know, you got to think what come out of that. You know, I was able to come out there for a few days. We had a great time. You know, first time we'd seen each other in, like, what, two two years? Yeah, at least. Yeah, because... And, yeah, and... You came out in 2013. Yeah, 2013, and that was the first time I'd seen you in 13 years. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we were still in our 20s the last time. Right. I mean, we've had some good times. You know, we've had our bad times. But, you know, in the end, eh, it is what it is. Absolutely. Uh, Before we close up shop for this week, last week was Russo's birthday. And... uh, I wanted to see, how was it? How was your birthday? How'd it go? 38. It went pretty good. I had to work that day, but, you know, it was a good day. Not too bad? Not too... No. Very cool. No, it was actually a pretty good day. Uh, the weekend before my birthday was, was really good. Um, you know, went to the river, took my kids to the river. You know, we went swimming the whole weekend, had fun. Right on. Only downside was... You know, I was fighting off a sinus infection at that time. Yeah. Which even now, I, I even was, now I still have some drainage. I was gonna say I can kind of hear the congestion in your voice. Yeah, I'm still kind of congested, but you know, eh, I'm getting over it. All right, kids, that's pretty much everything for this week. Uh, anything you want to cover before you go? Uh, hey, if you got suggestions, send them out. I mean, we're open to anything. If we've seen it, eh, we'll rewatch it. Yes. We're, we don't care. We're always open to suggestions. We we're love the interactions. We love the interactions. Yes. If you hate us, I don't care. Hate us. If you love us, you love us. It don't matter to us. We're going to do it anyway. That's right. That's right. That's, yeah. <laughs> you nailed it right on the head, brother. <laughs> All right. So this week for the Grindhouse Sleaze Podcast, I got it right this time. I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Alan Russo. And we'll see you next week for more Grindhouse. I tried to do it like our theme song, but I'm not as sexy as that other voice. <laughs> you know, honestly, I, I 
I just I haven't brought myself to listen or not listen, but to watch the the remake. I just I don't know. Uh, I haven't brought myself to watch the sequel either. I heard that was just god awful. So, uh, one of these days, one of these days, because I really did enjoy the the original Death Race 2000. I, I thought it was really fun to watch. I I liked Frankenstein character David Carradine. I, I liked. I even liked how Sylvester Stallone was a dick. It was just. It was fun. It was really fun. All right, kids, we are approaching our final destination of the evening. And that is show number three. And let me pull this up here for you. It's not a new show like uh, The World of Myth Bits or Grindhouse Sleaze, but it was a new episode. And it is Sea Red number 140. Uh, that's right. I'm bringing back scene red. Just for this time. Uh, let's see. What does it say? It says, scene red number 140, just that happy all the time. Originally released September 18, 2018. And it reads, they're here. A drunken Rebecca, Aaron, and Dave have returned with an all-new episode of scene red. They bring you three great weird story articles that feature Canadian birds, Indian rats, and a Russian worm. But more importantly, almost an hour of non-stop laughter. All right, kids, go ahead and push play on this one. Get ready to laugh. And see Red 140, just that happy all the time. Hey, boys and girls, welcome to Seeing Red. This is Rebecca Illich. I'm Aaron Illich. And I'm David K. Montoya. That's right, kids. We are back after almost five years. No, it hasn't been that long. <laughs> the alcohol's already hitting. It's been... It's probably been five years since you drank anything, but still, that's the size of <laughs> That's probably where you got the five years from. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Um... Yeah, so welcome back to the Jizo Modcast Podcast Network. The original show, Seeing Red, has returned. So, where where do you want to start? I mean, there's just so much to say. Um, I'm not sure, but we'll let you be the showboat after you... I'm just kidding. (laughs) You can go first. Where do you want to start at? Okay, uh, let's see. Where... Okay, because... We are currently in Las Vegas, Nevada, because the lovebirds, and if you don't understand that term lovebirds, there's 130-something episodes. You can go back and listen to them. Moved, you guys moved here, what, in October? October yes. 2017, and also, I wouldn't call as much lovebirds, more like want to kill each other birds. Is there like, what are they, like hawks or something? What, yeah. What kind of birds that. want to kill each other all the time? Um, the bat meow. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> I'm always, I'm bat. always down for some Batman shit. Let's go. Yeah, and I, I've noticed and she's soft like now, so it makes sense. It's a snow owl. <laughs> she laughed. <laughs> uh, well, how long have you guys been married? Because there's actually what was it? Episode twenty five. Was the episode where I recorded you guys getting married? Yeah, so we have been married officially five years. Five um, years. There's that. There's that number again. Five there you years. go. Maybe that's working. Maybe. 
And then we've been together this month on the 14th will be that we've been together for six years. Last week, just to kind of get back into the whole rendition of things, I listened to episode one. Mm -hmm. And you guys were in so love. You were just Aww, like. Oh, back before we were, came to our senses. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was laughing because you were, you called him your soon to be fiance. You were like, you knew. Oh, God. I think I don't want to listen to that. Ugh. We'll do that in like episode 200. We'll listen to it again. We did it in episode 100. Wasn't it 100? Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Where have we been in the last two years? You guys moved to Vegas. Um, we all kind of just, after the podcast, we all kind of, literally, we just kind of went our own ways. I, I got into working out more <laughs> so than before. You got into obsessively working out all the time. Which... After, and I will, once once everything kind of falls back into place, you know, with the podcast and then the magazines, then I can have free time. I'm just trying to figure out, because I tried to get up at 3.30 in the morning. Yeah, week. I I seen that, like, plan. I'm like, huh. <laughs> He's going to survive on, like, two hours of sleep every night. Going to go out and run on his little treadmill and come home. I say treadmill. Don't fucking judge me. <laughs> don't fucking judge me. <laughs> All right, baby. <laughs> It's a baggy. Yeah, that didn't last too long. So, I'll have to recalculate it this week. So, <clears throat> you have a story for me. Which one? Oh, you have multiple? No, I don't. The one that I was going to talk about? Yeah. Okay, so, I found this little tidbit from somebody I work with. And because there's nothing to do at work and we're not allowed to like be on our phones or go to any website that you can shop on and dream shop. Right. Which is stupid. So we can go to CNN. This was on CNN and or actually maybe the Washington Post. I don't know. That's the one I got from. But so the title is drug smuggling tunnel to Mexico found under abandoned KFC in Arizona. No shit. Breaking bad stuff here, people. Right? It's real. It's real. It says the hole in the tile of the former KFC was small, eight inches in diameter, barely large enough to fit a 15-piece family bucket. I fucking can't. <laughs> it could have easily been overlooked as just another deteriorating aspect of an abandoned fast food restaurant had authorities not known better. After all, this wasn't just any vacant KFC, but one in San Luis, Arizona, situated some 200 yards north of the U.S.-Mexican border. A person going through the old drive through window might have caught glimpses of the 20-foot-tall border fence separating San Luis from Mexico in, this, in his rearview mirror. Moreover, on August 13, lo local police had arrested an, the building's owner, Ivan Lopez, at a traffic stop where he was found with more than 325 pounds of illicit drugs. Records revealed Lopez had purchased the former KFC in April, paying some $390,000, all in cash, for an abandoned restaurant. Nice. Soon, authorities from Immigration and Customs Enforcement obtained a search warrant and surrounded the building. Once inside, they knew just where to look, down at the ground. This was no fried chicken joint anymore. Their suspicions were nearly confirmed when the discovery of an 8-inch opening along a wall in the former restaurant's rear kitchen area. Agents chipped away at the side, and as the concrete gave way, a hole became a shaft. One person shimmied down and turned on a flashlight, scanning the surroundings. Hundreds of wooden 2x4 planks lined the walls, shoring up a vertical 
<laughs> spelt weird. Sorry. Walkway and led due south. It was an underground tunnel to Mexico. So yeah, basically he went down, he bought that place. He literally tunneled a whole tunnel <laughs> to Mexico using two by fours. Nice. And I believe somewhere on here it talks about a dog or something. Like the dog smelt drugs. They smelt drugs or did he like lube himself up with chicken grease and kind of go that way? Right. Can you hand me my phone? It's right there. Yeah. See what we can find here. Apparently that's a common area for that to happen. And that's what I guess they had already suspicions when he bought that property for so much money because that, that area is common to try to do drug trafficking and smuggling and stuff. But yeah, I know like, that he had, really? but I know that there he, was a history. This, that's what happened. This one doesn't say exactly what kind of drugs he had, but from the other one that I read, he had like, I guess apparently there's like different types of heroin. There's like brown heroin and white heroin, and he had crack cocaine and methamphetamines and amphetamines and nice. fentanyl and some shit. Some blow. Get him some blow, people. Let's see. Good times. Good times. So, so, like, you know what? The last person that owned this place, they tried to smuggle drugs in, too. So, you know what? Why not? Let's just let's see if we can find anything. And then it just so happens that, you know, the guy had to be a drug smuggler, you know? Está la cocaína. The thing was, was it worth it? Any- <laughs> well, yeah, because he just <laughs> got, <laughs> yeah, he got deported, right? Because <laughs> this girl with the <laughs> oh, how I've missed that, and I'm not being funny. I've missed that. Hmm. Take my beer. Reload. <laughs> by by the end of the show, we'll be like, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I definitely have to work in the morning, so that's the only beer for me. Because oh, really? I won't want to get up. Really? Only one? If I drink more than one beer, I'm going to be too tired. I'm going to be like... Really? Yes, really. I'm a lightweight. Yeah, we went is. to that concert. We went to the social... Well, not social, social. Oh, my God. Help me. Nope, that still would have been a good concert. Went to the Suicide mm-hmm. Tendencies concert. I got so fucked up. <laughs> it was lit. Man. It was so lit. Oh, my God. When was this? Oh, I remember. I remember. It was for yeah. Aaron's birthday. Went to Punk Rock Bowling concert and... It was really cool to see them live. Like, even though they're old as hell, they're yeah. still really good. They got inducted into the Skateboard Hall of Fame. Yeah. Speaking of old as hell, somebody's 30. <laughs> Damn, I wonder who that is. <clears throat> definitely not me. I don't know um, who y'all are talking about. But oh, it must you know, be the cat over there. Yeah, definitely team. the cat. Okay. She's 30. And uh, somebody was 18 when they started podcasting. 18? 19. 19? No, he said on the podcast, he said he was 18 years old. No. No? No. Well, I know we were using really shitty gear back then, so maybe I, I misheard him. Let's how old were Hold on. 2011. Or, yeah, 2011, I was 19. No. No? You just got to stop for one. For two, 2011. You got married in 2013, <laughs> which was five years ago. Five years ago, you were 20. When did we start podcasting? What year? Our very first episode was in October 2012. Okay, so yeah, he was definitely 19. Mm, okay. You probably just misheard him. Because of the... We did. The shitty-ass quality. 
It's amazing we even had any downloads. <laughs> They're like, I'm gonna struggle. I every time I get on the phone with somebody who has a tin can fucking connection, I'm like, this is what people had to hear when they were like listening to our this podcast. Is what they sounded like when they talked. No, they're like, hello. Oh, my name is Sarah. What? What's your name? What? How do you spell that? What? <laughs> I swear to God, that's my life right there. I'm like, I am so sorry. It must be my phone. Because if you tell them it's their phone, they get all fucking pissed off. Right. How dare you? It's like that stand-up that Dane, Kick, Dane Cook did. <laughs> we were talking about people ordering food through the drive-thru, and it's like, you're you're sitting there on the other end trying to listen to what the people say, though. And then you have the people that get on the phone and are like, because I'm a fast talker and I get so much shit at work for this. Like, Speedy Gonzalez over there. I said, well, I may be fucking Speedy Gonzalez, but at least I get results, you know? <laughs> right. At least I know my shit, motherfucker. My average handle time is like five minutes and 42 seconds. Other people's is like 10 minutes. <laughs> well, you, like, sh- you, should tell what you're, uh, you should tell our listeners what you do now. So I have two jobs. So I am a reservations manager for U-Haul and I am a loan processing agent for another company that I don't want to say because I don't want to get in trouble. But she handles big money. I handle big money. And... She handles about $200,000 so a back, No, maybe more. But... Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but... So then there's the customers that, you know, always tell me that I'm talking too fast because I've gotten that my whole life. I talk fast. It's just my brain. It's like super processing. And as well, we also have a lot of older customers and um, people that don't have like the best English skills too, so that doesn't help. But I'll get some customers that are like, "You're talking too fast, slow down." But they're, I'll be like, "What's your phone number?" Eight six seven five three nine. What? Eight six seven. That's just an example, obviously. Nine. But yeah. I'll so, be like, you know, what? I didn't hear you. Can you repeat that? They're like, um, eight six seven five three nine. I'm like, oh my god, like. They're just, they talk five hundred miles. They talk faster than me, and they're like, "You need to slow down." Like, I just can't understand you. You're just talking way too fast, and I can't understand you. I'll be like, "Is this slow enough for you?" Like, "Hello, hi, ma'am." Mueller. <laughs> Mueller. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> it, just, it just irks me, but I don't know. That's just my life. Now I'm a. I talk all, I talk every day. I swear, I I think I talk about 56 hours a week of nonstop talking on the phone. I take hundreds of calls a week. Probably like, I don't know, what would you say? 60 calls a day. Really? Yeah. So times seven, because I work seven days a week. That. I don't know how I, you do it. I, I tell really people, I'm like, you know what? My voice hurts. Like it literally. <laughs> Your voice hurts. Yeah, like it, my voice isn't going out because my voice goes out every week. I lose my voice every week. Like, I'm starting to lose it this. Like I'm already starting to lose it today, and then it'll be it'll come back to me Monday. But my voice just hurts. But it is what it is. But my my grammar and my wordsmith and wordship has gotten so much better. I um, noticed that you you pop your words more. It's it's clearer. So I'm trying to be super happy and all the time. Yay! Like I got a message. Please you take all this money. Shoved up my ass. <laughs> oh my god! I can't stand it. It's so crazy. 
convince you that I'm just like this best person and super knowledgeable. Right? It's disgusting. It's like My Little Pony all the time. One day, no, I'm gonna talk like this so much that one day I'm gonna come home and be like, oh my god, babe, this is my voice now. I can't change it. <laughs> Stuck. <laughs> she's gonna barf rainbows and shoot stars out of her ass. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty soon you're just gonna hear the Mario theme song for the star, like all the time. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Are you. What the hell is going on? Are you playing a game on your phone? No, I'm pooping. What <laughs> the fuck? I'm, <laughs> I'm just that happy all the time. Oh, my what? God. What have you been doing, Aaron? What about your life? What do you do with yourself? I was um, just getting to Aaron. I play with myself a lot, actually. No, on Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on Destiny. I work at a returns facility that processes customer returns through a big name site. Which I'm sure a lot of people can guess, but no names. It's it. It started off doing books in a garage. It's all stop. Anyway, it's 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 an experience, and all I can say is the people that do return the stuff back, please just make sure when you do return stuff back. Be mindful of the people that have to process your returns because when the people have to process your returns, they have a daily quota that they have to meet as well. Right. And at the end of the day, they're trying to do their jobs, trying to satisfy your guys' needs and make sure that you guys get your money back and to help you guys stay with the company for as long as possible. Quit sending back broken shit that you broke yourself. Yeah, right. And they need to clean off like their cock rings. Yeah, and quit sending back cum stained body latex suits. Yeah. Please and thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, and toiletries. Oh, God. That's what? the worst. <laughs> you were told about this one. Wait a oh, minute. Oh, yeah. People will send back LED lights that they put in their toilets full of piss still and not even clean it up and toss it in a box and send it to us. It's disgusting. I, I hate it. And you accept it? I mean, you have to. Accept no, it. We, we don't. No, we have to damage it out. Because anything that's open like that, we automatically have to damage it out because there's no product packaging. Yeah, because you can't, yeah. you can't sell it to anybody because it's tainted, but yeah. yeah. So everybody, when you return your stuff, just try to be mindful of others. Thank you. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. But I won't say that the job completely sucks ass because you do meet a lot of interesting people that work there. Um, I started off on night shift doing 10 and a half hours. Um and now I'm going to day shift, so that's going to be an experience because I have to meet and talk with new people and hopefully establish myself in that area so I can get somewhere. Right. <laughs> you know? Um, hopefully I don't have to do customer returns for very long. Hopefully I can switch to a different department because it gets a little tedious after a while and it kind of just gets to you. But as far as that... Um, I've been doing all right, I guess. He's about to get another job. Yeah. Because I'm going to make him. Well, I want to. I want to get a job at a vape shop. So. No. Nope. I have other plans for you. Oh, please. Oh, you going to put me, you gonna put me on going down. The, you going to put me get, on the No, corner? we got we to get you a license so you can drive. You know, you're 25 years old with no license. Everybody who doesn't have a license, give him shit. Send him hate mail. 
Please. Get a fucking driver's license. Please. No, don't send me hate mail. I get enough no, hate mail send it, as it to is. this man right here, Aaron Illich. You can look him up anywhere. Send him some fucking no, hate mail. No, you can't. You can't look me up anywhere. So look up our address. I'm like, don't we want no fucking stalkers or anything like that. But like, you know, <laughs> shoot him an email somewhere. I'm, I am on the dark net. I will hack you. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I will get into your systems, man, and shut everything you down. Everything you down? Use all of your funds. That is all. <laughs> so, as you can tell, everything's kind of changed from our last podcast. Yeah, it's it's been uh, a huge, momentous thing. It was it was a rocky start, trust and believe. I mean, it's still kind of rocky right now, just because like coming out not- here and trying to fucking get our own place was hell. Yes, that we had to live with like every single relative this man has, and yeah. all his fucking relatives are nuts for one. <laughs> Like, my family might be fucking what they are, but nah, nah, he got me beat. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, seeing red would not be, wow, my headphones started working all of a sudden. <laughs> Did you see the jump <laughs> I talked? <laughs> he had it short enough, he's like, whoa, there yeah. we are, there I am. Yeah. <laughs> now I can hear my voice. You to get the real deep, like Darth Vader. <sighs> Wrong show. <laughs> it isn't oh, seeing red without funny some news. It isn't seeing red news. without some kind of weird ass fucking bestiality shit. I couldn't find anything. Thank God. Let's <laughs> turn over new new year, new you. Sorry, I can fly when I get closer. Yeah, New Year, New You, no animal abuse. Oh, so. when when you're at work and you don't know the people that you're around, you start talking about random stuff. <laughs> They're always talking about, hey, did you see that thing on the news? I'm like, no, but I know some weird shit that happened on the news like a while ago. What are you talking about? I'm like, well, you know, there's a thing called Peter the Rapist Dolphin. That's always a thing. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then I, I tell them everything. It's like, what the hell? How'd you even find that? I was like, that's not even the worst part. There's a guy over there in, uh, what was it? Uh. Kansas or, or, or Florida or Florida or it's always, Ohio. It's always jacking off horses and shit. Every like, time, fuck? no, every time I get a customer from Florida, <laughs> every fucking time I can't. Even. You're like, oh, this is gonna be a good one. Yeah, no, every time. <laughs> like, well, like, what's your address? I live in Clearwater, Florida. I'm like, oh my god, here we go. See, I was all excited because there was, and I was it you that wrote in mm. or somebody wrote in. Because I had posted a thing on Facebook about a guy that was like having sex with gator baby gators. Uh-huh. Oh my god! And it was he was from Florida. I was like, oh, I'm saving this for seeing red because by this time we already knew that we we're going to start again. Uh-huh. And, uh And it was fake, and I was like, oh, what a letdown, right? Aww. But I mean, good for the, the gators. I'm glad they weren't molested. But oh, I mean, well, at first, my very first thought is. How is that practical? How does something like that work? <laughs> I think I'm the one that says something on it. Like, I, I, I think so. Too. I'm like, what in the world? Let's see. <clears throat> this one, this one goes out to our Canadian friends, just because of purpose. You know, because <clears throat> we. We had a lot of episodes that was very Canadian centric. Oh, there's always uh, Canadians in here, eh? 
So Canadian Mexican. They're in a little bit of you and they're in a little bit of me, right? Do your Canadian Mexican thing. <laughs> come on, come on, Stan Smith. <laughs> I wonder if anybody ever watched the episode that I was talking about. Oh, I'm sure. Have you ever seen it? Yeah. You laugh your ass off? <laughs> yes. Yeah, they could. Where he comes back and he's a cyborg? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he's got a Mexican-Canadian accent. And he's like, how you doing, eh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, I'm trying to read this. This is the first time I've actually read an article off my iPhone. So this is the first time I've had the Huffington Post going up. So it says, yes, I'm, I'm, I just switched to that voice. I haven't switched that it voice says. in years. <clears throat> All right, here we go, kids. It says, boy, oh, boys, fuck. Boys and girls. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, there it is. Bird's Nest put Canadian Music Festival preparations on hold. A security guard is keeping watch over a nest where a pair of protected killdeer birds have four eggs. Why is this news? Because I've never heard of a killdeer bird. I never heard of that either. Is it only like a Canadian species or? Our Canadian... uh... Our Canadian listeners need to go. I'm trying to do it. Oh, my God. I, I was trying to do the Canadian-Mexican uh, accent. Oh, you did it because it was very ese, vato, loco, from L.A., the west side. <laughs> hey, Holmes, you know what I dropped out of school for? <laughs> my teacher told me to write an essay and do an essay, but I ain't down with that gay shit, Holmes. <laughs> Oh my god, that was good. That was good. Oh my goodness. Oh, I turned my phone and lost it. <laughs> okay, here we go. That was funny. See, this is what we're missing. This is what I was missing in my life. And you know what? Let me let me just be a little bit serious and then I'll jump back. Um I was telling somebody that, you know, when we lived in the, the place that we, where Jesus Modcast was born, mm-hmm. I was lucky. Zoe was lucky. Zoe was really lucky because she grew up in a house full of laughter. Yeah. Because we literally we laughed almost every single day. My headphones are back. Hello. I'm gonna have to buy. Oh, some wait, wait, wait. Let me do it like. Hello! Ow! <laughs> Jesus, Lord. <laughs> Gotta make sure it's working. <laughs> but uh, that was just my, my series. It just something that popped in my head because we did. We, we, we did Scene Red every week. You know, everybody, I was podcasting like five days a week, working two yeah, days I was, a week. I was going to say, like, you were podcasting almost every single day. Yeah. Didn't matter. Like, it, even, even if you weren't podcasting. I was editing. You were over podcasting so. me out, man. Yeah, last podcast. I'm like, David, you're killing me. Well, that's we were trying to go to 200, and I, I, know. I, I, and I burned you guys out, and I burned myself out, and that's what happened. So, but yeah, it was a good time. It was the house was always laughter. That's that's what I take away from it, from everything. And there's a lot of stuff to take away from, but that's what I take away. Yeah. From. Okay, it says, switching back to the the voice. Actually, this is the voice. 
voice? I'm almost tempted to have Rebecca read it in her voice. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. That'd be a good thing for us. What accent is that? Irish. Irish? Okay. From Ireland, Holmes. <laughs> he's gonna have he's gonna have the Mexican Canadian. I'll bring out the Mexican Irish. <laughs> oh shit. We'll oh. be competing for our colonies, eh? <laughs> I had to challenge him on the Canadian Mexican. I was gonna say they'd be Providence. <laughs> Canadian as Canadians are providence as homes. Some of our Canadian friends are gonna look into this and be like, "What the? F-? <laughs> nah, they're gonna this bust. Is sacrilege. They're, they're gonna bust up. Yeah, this is for you guys. <laughs> okay, so the news article says, <clears throat> "Set up for a ten-day music festival in Canada was suspended after birds' nests with four eggs were discovered." Where the main stage is to be erected. I like that wording. And so they couldn't build it nearby? It says, The Global and Mail reported. I'm almost going like the Undertaker. <laughs> or, uh, what? Oh, it's been so long I can't remember his name. The guy from the Mongers. You got a pretty mouth. <sighs> Uncle something, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Uncle Moses. Yeah. It's been a while. We still need money for that, by the way, kids. Just saying. Okay, it says, The nest on the site of the Blues Fest in Ottawa, Ontario. Oh, right down the road from Mike. Belongs to a pair of Kiel deers. Kill? K-I-L? K-I-L-L-D-E-E-R. Kill deer. A protected species in Canuckland. (laughs) The CTV News says that the show, which includes performances from the Dave Matthew Bands and one of Rebecca's favorite and in love, you know, she's in love with uh, Dave Grohl. Okay. Foo Fighters will go once the environment... Canadian Services decides whether to accept the proposal to move the nest after option is to incubate the eggs. In the meantime, security guards have been assigned to protect the nest and the eggs. I know it isn't as funny as the dog police episode, which you can find on our archive. Do you remember the dog police? No. Oh my god, you don't remember the... Somebody called the dog police. Oh yeah, with the dog. Yeah, and the guy was stuck in the house. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, we have uh, the Canadian officials that are saying, like you said, why don't they just build the stage? Like, Away from it. Yeah. A protected area, like cage it up, whatnot, but there's a security guard there. But they're, they they have a layout because it's gonna I be. I was looking up about the killdeer right now, and like from what I can see, they're everywhere. So I don't know why they're so spazzy about it. Maybe maybe they're closer well, they're to prote- becoming They're endangered. a protected species, yes, right. but they're the connected species. A connected species. They're Canadian protected species, so they're connected <laughs> species. The connected. He just made his own word. <laughs> you wanna know a fun fact 
about the food, the food, the food fighters, food fighters. What the fuck am I thinking? Food oh, fighters. That his brother was the drummer for Nirvana. That was his brother? No. I was going to say something like that. I was going to say, don't you think that it's, it's weird? It is him dumb. Like, what you it's about? weird. Like, you never see, like, the drummer for Nirvana and, like, Dave Grohl, the, the singer of Foo Fighters, in the same room together. How crazy is that, yeah. right? Like, any time that they're anywhere ever, like, you never see the two together. <laughs> I hit somebody with that shit the other day at work, and they're like, Wait, really? I was like, oh my god. The same person. We are going to, uh, let's see if I, I don't even know if I can do that accent anymore without laughing. I know Aaron can do it. What? The Indian accent. What do you mean? Read, just read the title on the accent. Rat, suspect found in dead ATM amidst $19,000 worth of joke Indian rupees. The rodent might have accomplices. <laughs> Employees at a bank in Tinsuka, India, have good reason to be chased off after this last one. Rat got into an ATM and ate $19,000 worth of rupees. A rodent robber was discovered on June 11th when technicians arrived to fix a state bank in India cash machine. According to the Associated Press, inside the ATM was one dead rat amid a bunch of Indian currency in 500 rupee and 2000 rupee bills that had been chewed to shreds. <laughs> Police Superintendent Migyuta Jyoti Manhanatoto <laughs> told reporters on Friday that the rat had entered the ATM through a small hole for cables. About $2,000 worth of rubies have been salvaged from the machine, according to Indian Express. <laughs> An investigation is underway to determine the rat uh, rats were really responsible for recording the ZTV. <sighs> Meanwhile, Twitter users could not help but put in the two cents, according to NTTV. It looks like the mice were having a dem- demonstration. What the fuck kind of word is that? (laughs) (laughs) I can't do it anymore. I was containing the laughter in my chest. Oh, I can't breathe. It looks like the rest are having a word. A dem, 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 situation. That is not a word. That doesn't look like a word. They made up a word? They made up, like, out of all the shit that I said, like, that... (laughs) That's not even a word. I don't oh. understand. Oh, yeah. Demonetization. Demonetization? Yeah. It, it looked like demo station. I don't, yeah, demonetization I don't know. of their own. Oh, anyway. that, was that was funny. You do that too well. Oh, yes. Oh, when you we live in Las you, Vegas. We need to get you a, a freaking job doing voice acting. I wanted to be originally when I, mean, I was... Oh, sorry. I forgot. Um, originally, when I wanted to go to school, I wanted to be a voice actor. Um... Now there's I kind of want to be a mechanic. There's still time. There's still there, time. there is time, but I want to be a mechanic. I want to actually make. That's just not real. Like I can't wait to listen. I have to listen to this episode. Yeah, that it's was like great. a real indie person that going. Was, that was great. Oh my god, my chest actually hurts. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that this impression is very good for you. Lock the door. We live in the ghetto. <laughs> would, would, 
We may live in the ghettos, but how far could they really get? I don't matter, lock it. Then be like, these motherfuckers be making fun of Indians in here? I'm gonna come here and shoot them up. Yeah, right. It's my people. <laughs> they probably got tons of gold. <laughs> we have all the rupees. <laughs> all the rupees. <laughs> those rats that took those rupees, we trained them. Okay, they brought that shit to us. Right. It's the State Bank of India. I, I honestly, uh-huh. I was trying to make it sound as authentic as possible, and I have no idea what the fucking article was about. I just read it. <laughs> Sir, on, it was about on. rats. They broke into the ATM machine and they took the rupees out, and they wanted yeah. to see if it really was the rats or if somebody else actually see, I, did it. I, I don't know. I didn't know that was a real thing. I thought it was like some made up shit because of Zelda. Like their currency in Zelda no, is rupees. Yeah, but it's rupees is the Indian currency. I told yeah. you this before. So it's not like sapphires and rubies. No, and like, oh, rupees. Okay. rupees. Is that where they got the idea from? Maybe. And for that matter, where where is uh, Hylia? It's in Hylia. India. Yeah, Hylia. I don't know. It's in India. It has to be in India. Yeah, it has to be. I mean, that's where the rupees are. <laughs> that was, yeah. Obviously, that's all I know. Obviously, in India. obviously, Link. Like went through India because there's no grass left in India. <laughs> like obviously he just cut it all down. Da, with da, 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 yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I actually still remember the theme song. That was a good game, man. <clears throat> oh, it was. It was the very first <clears throat> game that you could save it. Yeah. There, there was no other game before mm-hmm. that. You had to leave your PlayStation on the entire time. No, it was PlayStation. Nintendo. Your PlayStation, your Nintendo. Jesus Christ. Yeah. India. I keep looking at the TV and I'm like, oh, that PlayStation must be really hot. <clears throat> I was <laughs> I was laughing so hard my nose was running. <laughs> That's a rarity. You might have to catch it. I'm just saying. Yeah, it was good. It was good. All right, kids. I've got one more article. Ah, my headphones went out on me again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I feel that mom would probably really appreciate this article. <clears throat> okay. You ready? Yeah. Doctors remove live worm crawling under woman's face. Oh, mom would love uh, that. She's picking it out. Uh huh. Ooh, you guys are obsessed with that shit. Who's you guys? Because I like to match your freaking nasty ass pimples. That doesn't mean I'm obsessed with watching that shit like my mom is. No, no. Yeah, she watches that shit on like YouTube. She watches Dr. Pimple Popper. Yeah. Ew. She's obsessed Ugh. with that. It doesn't really Maybe a person. shield on my yeah. spine. That's gross. And they have like these big old giant juicy ass like Blackheads blackheads and, and yeah, it's, I know. yeah. Her and, and Lily will sit there yeah. literally for like a couple hours and watch it. I'm like, <laughs> like, look at this. This is so nasty, isn't it? I'm just like, it's, I can't it's, look away. I'm engrossed in it. I just, it's so great. I, and then the other one's going, I'm dying. I'm dying. Who, but, Zoe? No. Oh, oh, oh. I can't watch this. I'm too busy dying. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, it's not that. It's not that he's throwing up. He's I no, can't breathe. no. When he can't breathe and he tries to force himself to think that there's something in his throat, he's like, <laughs> or he's like dry heaving. I'm like, somebody get this man a fucking joint because he's having an anxiety attack. Thank you and have a good night. When Peace he, out. When he does that, I want to punch him in the sternum. He's so ignorant. It's not anxiety. It's not. It's not anxiety. If, I don't have. If you, I don't have anxiety. I never had anxiety. I'm like, are I don't, you because you don't believe in mental illness. You don't believe in anything that you can't see with your eyes. Really? Yeah. Oh, headphones are back. There we go. That's what I'm gonna name this episode. That's why he, ah, that's why he won't admit to having oh. anxiety. There you go. Or having <laughs> any type of and like, they're back depression. and they're gone. 
Because they don't believe him into illness. So I did not know yeah, that. He has a disease, don't you know? And it's called freaking anxiety, but your disease is dumbass. Um, no, you know... Somebody takes no, some, no, like, no, no, MTZO you know and just only, drop it in his beer. You know the only way to even cure that disease? What? More cowbell. More cowbell, you <laughs> stupid. Oh, my goodness. More so cowbell. what is your last... The Articles. Article. <clears throat> this is my last one. Yeah, what is that? Okay. Uh, it's the the removing of the worm, the under oh, yeah. worm face. It says under uh yeah. Okay. I was about to read the the ad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not tired or drunk at all. A Russian woman bugged by a strange lump on her face was even more shocked to discover the cause. Dong dong dong. It's the perfect one for you too. A live worm. According to the New England Journal of Medicine, the 32-year-old woman first noticed a strange nodule below her left eye that later moved above her eye. Now oh, that should have been... Oh, hell no. Nah. I'd been like, oh, I'd have got a knife and cut that shit out myself. Uh-uh. I'd been scared. Yeah, same here. Wake up and it's like, you're like, oh my god, what is this? Is this a pimple? Wake up and you're like, what the hell? Why is it up here? El Diablo! <laughs> the power of Christ compels thee! <laughs> I, I'm doing the air crossing. Uh, good times, good times. Uh, <laughs> okay. Waiting for his Russian-Mexican accent to come out here. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying! Okay, uh, let's see. It moved above her eye, and then down to her upper lip. Oh, hell nah. This should be... She be burrowing holes all up in this woman's skin. She's gonna be left with a burlap sack for her face. <laughs> She's only thirty-two. Oh wow! She told doctors that the nodule appeared after she visited a rural area outside of Moscow, where she was bitten repeatedly by hot flies, mosquitoes. Oh, oh mosquito larvae! Oh, my headphones are back! Yay! Oh my god! Does it show it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, God. I'll show it to you in just a minute. The nodules <laughs> caused occurring itching and burning. Well, yeah, it's eating through the... Uh, the thermal layer for yeah, skin. Yeah, it's... it's uh, shoot, what is it? The I think I'm too drunk to think. Um, the dermis. Yeah. That's what it... It's, it's literally eating through the dermis. Because you got the epidermis and then the dermis, so yeah. Uh, let's see. The nodule caused occasional itching and burning, and she said that she had no other symptoms. Doctors quickly identified the suspect. A long parasite roundworm Ew. called the Darophilia reopened typically spread by mosquitoes and hosted by dogs and other carnivores. They removed the swirling lump from the woman's face using a local anesthetic and a pair of forceps. That probably been painful. Yeah. I just feel really fucking weird. <laughs> it could have been worse, according to Natalia. Natalia. That's no, just do it. What? Do you rush and say her name? What's her name? <clears throat> it's Natalia... P S H E N I C H. Show him. That's, that's not gonna. That's not gonna happen. Where it says Natalia 
Oh, her lip! Oh my god! Oh, you see it? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. What's what's her name at? <clears throat> uh, so Natalia Shenichnaya. Yeah. Shenichnaya. Shenichnaya. Natalia blah blah. Natalia Shenichnaya. He can do just about any accent. I swear to God. In, my, right? in my country, when you drink. You drink to have fun, huh? Then fuck bitches afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, his last name is Illich. Come on now. This is true. Uh, <clears throat> so, Natalia. I'm not even going to try to say the last name again. Natalia, la la la. <clears throat> la la la. la, 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> is it Thanksgiving? Because I hear a turkey. <laughs> A physician who studied infectious diseases in the Rosov State Medical University in Rosov, Russia. She told NPR Radio that 20% of cases, the worms can, and in quotations, move considerably in considerable distances. Much like the heart of the brain? Mm -hmm. Such as... From the upper eyelid to the buttocks. Oh my god. <laughs> Even worse. I'm using my NPR voice if you're wondering. <laughs> this is an NPR radio voice. I'm on old time radio. Go ahead. Hit him. Hit it. I'm on old time radio. It's, it's not seen red until Aaron does that. I know. Even worse. The worm can live up to two years in the human body if it isn't removed. Luckily, it's rarely caused disease in humans, according to Dr. Jorge Kurtzel, something weather in Spanish. Jorge Kurtzel? No, no, no. Professor at the University of Copenhagen and Copenhagen University. Seriously, this is what it says. And uh, oh my God. president of the World Federation of Paratologists. Parasentologists. Oh, wow, he's, he's a big wig. Yes. <clears throat> Still, the professor acknowledged that just the thought of such a critter can be to get under your skin. Wait. Did that make any sense? No. Not really. It made no- you know what? It was probably translated from... Uh, Russian, maybe? Yeah, Russian. Okay. Because a lot of their words are like... And and just... It it doesn't make sense. Well, when so, they say stuff, they say it backwards in comparison to how... So, yeah, but it's how, like with Spanish. Spanish yeah. doesn't always translate to English right. No, because they use different adjectives. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. so probably the same yeah. thing. And then it says, A lot of people have a fear of contracting worms of various kinds, says the professor who told CNN. Okay, now we go to our CNN voice. It's a Canadian? Apparently CNN is in Canada and Mexico on the border. CNN is on the Canadian-Mexican border. No, you have to say it like like you're from Wisconsin. That's where, like, all the tap uh, people from CNN, when when they're on CNN, 
they 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 sound like they're supposed to sound like they're supposed to sound smart, okay? Because they're from Wisconsin and they're on CNN, okay? Now we're gonna grab a juice box and we're all gonna have a grilled cheese sandwich. Stupid ass. Because they're all soccer moms, right? Yeah. Well, I think. Yeah, okay, he says I think. <laughs> Oh, I haven't laughed this hard in a long time. Tiacos <clears throat> Tuesday. Tiacos, I love tiacos. Tiacos, I love tiacos on those corn tortillas. Is it from Family Guy or American Dad? I don't know. From Personally, one or the it's other, a, it's probably both of them at this point. <laughs> it's pretty late in the game now. You know, you you popped into my head. I'll finish this in a minute, guys. Sorry, no, it's okay. I um. Where was it? Oh, I was on... Uh, oh, my headphones are back. Yay! Yay! I thought I'd see something light up for a second. <laughs> I was like, wow! Yes. Um, I was at Food for Less getting something, and then there's this lady who's literally there every day, and she's like, you know, tortilla... Or not tortillas. Huh? Tomales. 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 And I'm like... And, and, and remind, remember we did that episode a long time ago called uh, The Fewer Stinks? Yeah, remember that. Yes. and you did the the tamales in like the whitest white voice you could muster. Tamales? No, it was like yeah. how did you do it? It was like tamales or something tamale, like that. Uh, yeah. Tamales. 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 Yeah, that yeah. Shit. Can I get some of your tamales? That that shit popped into my head. I was just like, <laughs> I started like, cracking hey, up. Can I get some of those tamales? And I started cracking up, and the lady was just looking at me. And she probably thought I was just laughing at her, but it was literally, it was like, I reflected that. Epiphany back. in yeah. your mind. Like, have you ever noticed anybody that's out in the parking lot at a grocery store, anytime they ask you if you want tamales, act like a drug dealer? Like, Nobody here does they, that. They, look, they make sure they look both ways before, like, crossing the street that has nothing fucking on it, right? So they, they, they're like, is this a good? Okay. Welcome. Hey, uh, senor, que... Que tienes uh, tamales? What? No, no, I'm, I'm okay. I don't, I don't, I don't do that kind of stuff. Okay, <laughs> I'm just gonna. I just need bread. Okay, <laughs> that's all I need. I need bread. It's, no, I don't have any tamale. Tamale? What? Tamale? What, what kind of drug is that? <laughs> what? what? I, I can't. Do, you, do you smoke it? Do you snort it? <laughs> They'd walk away like confused and pissed off. They're like, I just want some fucking bread. Why do you need some drugs or something, man? Uh, I've never. And then you'll Elotes! Elotes! All the other white people are like, fuck. What kind of shit are they selling? Like, <laughs> and they see him handing out corn with man. He's like, that's preposterous. <laughs> oh my goodness. Why would they do such a Filing thing to corn on the cob. Oh my goodness. Somebody needs to call the cops. This is illegal. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is sacrilegious, alright? This is America. We don't put mayonnaise on corn on the cob. We put butter and margarine. <laughs> Sometimes we get it out of the can, too. That's alright. We'll put a little bit of salt on it and some kind of garlic on it. I don't know. It's whatever the kids need for the night, all right? I'm just trying to make it. Not putting some blasphemy like mayonnaise on stuff. 
All right. <laughs> Whatever that red shit is they're putting on that. Oh my goodness. I bet that is not healthy. That is not. Nope. Nope. That is not healthy at all. <laughs> See, that man's eating a whole pepper by himself, alright? That's not cool. That is not... He took it out of foil. I'm scared. Are you sure it's not burnt? You might need to blow on it a little bit. It's gonna be hot. Oh, wait. Is that is that a, a jalapeno? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. This is not right. This is not right. Those things should come in a, in a plastic jar, okay? And they're sliced up. I don't know. That's I can't associate myself with that kind of damage. Oh. No. Mm-mm. Oh. Taking peppers oh. off of a, a grill with foil. This is... I can't. What does America come to? Mm-mm. I laugh more than my ribs. Stop now. I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, okay. Let, let me... Let me try to finish this. Go breathe. Go breathe. <laughs> what have we been talking about? I, I went off on a tangent about white people and shit they've never seen. <laughs> like, they grow up in like the good part of of the city, and you know they're so you know just an at home body. They get homeschooled too. Yeah, so like, I have to pee. So you can't go any more tangents. Okay. I have to laugh and pee myself. Well, I was gonna say, you know, like most of our people that, well, shit, probably in general, people are like. You know, corn on the cob and mayonnaise. Google, right. go. You know, they'll be like, "What is this el- elote? <laughs> elote? 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 What is an elote? I don't know. No, excuse me. Is that a curse word? <laughs> an elote? What? Okay, I have to pee. <laughs> okay, new episode name is called <laughs> "I Have to Pee." <laughs> I do. Let me pee myself. I'm laughing anymore. All right, oh, let's let's try to wrap this up. Um. <clears throat> It says, a lot of people have a fear of contracting worms in various kinds, of various kinds, says the professor to CNN. I think it is important not to scare the people. This is still a very rare condition, despite the apparently rising number. That's it. So, yeah, stay out of... um, Fun fact. Yugoslavia. Fun fact, people used to give themselves tapeworms to try to lose weight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard about that. It's crazy. Back in the Victorian era. Oh, never mind. That is head. Never mind. That was like, kind of like disappointing sex. It was like, (gasps) no, never mind. All right. It was great to have you guys back. And this is our return episode. What we're going to do is, I know, like, Rebecca's going to go to bed. Aaron and I are going to do one more episode for next week. And then probably after that, then I'm neither A, going to call in another episode and just talk, you know, like Skype way, the way I do it with Russo, mm-hmm. or I'm going to come back and record in. I'm, I'm coming back either way. I'm, I'm coming back eventually. So it's great to come back and do the show. It was great to laugh. You were hysterical. Oh, my God. You were very hysterical. So for this week, I am David K. Montoya. I'm Rebecca Elich. Oh, I thought you were going to say I have to pee, but... I do have to pee. <laughs> Very uh, badly. And I'm Aaron Nillich. How many been, beers did you I have? Just, I only had two. I'm hot right now, so I'm kind of discomfort. I don't even know how many I've had. Anyway, so, I'm Aaron Nillich. 
So if you're one of those people that are absolutely afraid of having a bug in your face that starts at the top and works your way down to your buttocks, then you might be seeing red. See you next week, kids. Bye. You know, I, I, I wish that we only did one more episode after that show and it just kind of fell apart uh, because I was traveling to Las Vegas to record and just the, the cost of money and the timing, it just it didn't work. But gosh, that was just it was a fun episode. And I, I absolutely enjoy it. I enjoyed doing I mean, out of all the podcasts we've done, I've done the most podcasts of Seen Red, 141 episodes in total. But, uh, yeah, it, it was fun. And I, I will always have a special place in my heart for Seen Red. All right, kids, that is it for this week. I hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, don't worry about the Wayback Machine. I'll, I'll wipe off the fingerprints and put it back where I found it. I am David K. Montoya. I hope you come back next week and enjoy three more hours of pure audio entertainment. Absolutely free right here on Flashback Fridays.